everybody to Movie Boners. I'm Jake. I'm Dustin. And I'm Christy. And I'm so excited because I actually opened a can this time and I didn't mess it up. <laughs> That's right. You oh did. Bravo. Guys, am I, do I have like privileges now? You I think like, you do. You're moving yes. up to co-host. Boom. And you it's super special because I have a list today too. That's right. Yeah. I'm becoming a is... main player. Yep. Boom. Christy's oh, officially a boner. <laughs> <laughs> cans make a list. I've been called worse. <laughs> Super excited for this episode, but before we get into that, we should probably say what we're drinking. Yeah, a little housekeeping. I'm drinking Odell's Good Behavior Crushable IPA. It's very crushable. I'm drinking a cranberry lime seltzer water um, (laughs) because the beer that Jake brought me um, was the peach. It's Odell's also. The the peach peach Dan Rambler. Rambler. Super good beer. I'm going on a road trip super early in the morning, um, so I don't think that's a good idea, but I'm drinking with you in spirit. There you Thank go. You. And I am drinking the Good Behavior Crushable IPA as well. I'm an IPA fan, and this yeah. is pretty delicious. Yeah, it's. Dustin asked me why it was crushable, and I think it's just because it's like only 4% alcohol, right. but it's it's very good. It's got a good flavor. Oh, snacks. 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 Ooh, I still get snacks. So I was thinking of what would be a good snack like a theme snack for this episode today yeah i couldn't come up with shit the closest i could come up with some was be some red jello oh yeah first of all i know christy likes jello and then also if you start demolishing red jello it looks pretty jello is my favorite dessert i just every time i eat jello at some point i have to shake it on my spoon that's why that's part part of why i love it (laughs) honestly if i ever had to be like in a hospital i would do so good because i just eat all the jello (laughs) right oh it's my favorite bring it on lime green jello is my favorite if anybody wants to know that So. If anyone wants to send you jello yeah there you go (laughs) that'd be cool um i had no idea i was so there you go (laughs) i i had ran out of ideas it's apple chips and straw and strawberry chips these are gonna be so legit especially in the car tomorrow there you go road trip snack you're welcome i hope they're okay they look i i mean i don't eat that i love apple chips she generally likes this stuff yeah oh yeah and if if i don't have to dehydrate it it's even better yeah she dehydrates her own vegetables and fruits yeah she's crazy yeah she's a weirdo like that (laughs) whatever oh and let's be real you guys Mm -hmm. i showed up ready for this did i not yes you did yeah yeah you joked last week about showing up with like your three gallons of fake blood you have in the closet (laughs) you are into like kind of gory effects makeup stuff yeah and so we expected you to show up with it on today but you kind kind of went to the extra mile yeah, I fell on my longboard last night, and I've got some massive road rash on my face. <laughs> Maybe we'll post a photo on Facebook. I think we should. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I showed up prepared as well. Not as dedicated, apparently, as Christy, but I had to wear my horror icon lineup. I know, I saw it. It's yeah. awesome. Which makes me awesome. happy. And yeah. being out and about, especially for today, I had to wear my red rum face covering oh nice that's awesome for the last two days so that's legit getting into the spirit you gotta love walking around with murder written all over your face <laughs> yay only when you look at the mirror in the bathroom that's true but everyone knows what red rum is yes and, and if I'm you not- don't you need to remedy that yep. yeah <laughs> that's true well right. speaking of red rum yeah well, get that's it. today Today's so we are the horror themed episode horror which not horror 
Horror. 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 All of my consonants sometimes. Very excited for this one. This is the episode, I think, when we came up with the idea of the whole podcast that we've been super excited and stoked for. I know this is the one that Christy's been itching to participate in. Yeah, Christy and you are both massive horror fans. I'm a newer horror fan. Yeah. We're all all into it. (laughs) So my first week of making a list, you guys, just so our listeners know, it's not as easy as it sounds. And I think I pretty much failed. (laughs) Like, I have nothing written down about why I love these movies, so I'm really sorry if I get rambly. (laughs) Um, But I have movies, so. Very excited to hear her list. That should be, uh, I think I'm really excited also to see if any of our lists have shared picks. I know Jake and I will, because we watch the same movies. (laughs) And I kind of feel that Christy and I, might have at least one or two yeah we'll see i hope because you're cool so even if they're not <laughs> the same picks i feel just because we love the genre yeah i highly doubt we're be, gonna dis- disagree on anything yeah just yeah. a massive mutual agreement on so much actually there is one that i can think of there's only one that it could possibly be on your list that i was not the hugest fan of but we'll get there okay yeah. all right all right, so... You want to lead us off? Yeah, I'll lead us off. So I'm going to kick this week's episode off with a little backstory. Ooh. <laughs> story time. Well, you can't have horror without evil? backstories. <laughs> is, it, is it when your mom was in labor and she knew she was going to have the son of or the son of the devil? Is it how your house was on an ancient Indian burial ground? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right, so... I don't even know how to segue from that. <laughs> but I like the references. <laughs> Go, demon child. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So when I was young. Is your mom's name Rosemary? Oh my I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm very sorry. Mom, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not Rosemary's fault. It's true. It's that damn baby. It's that damn baby. <laughs> so when I was young, I used to be afraid of everything. It was bad. I would read like Goosebumps secretly because I wasn't allowed to. Yeah. And then have nightmares for a week after each book that I'd read. I would see commercials for like horror movies coming out or even X-Files and that kind of stuff. And I would have nightmares for a week. It was terrible. I was scared of everything growing up. Kind of sucked. And even like with the fear and the nightmares for a good chunk of my childhood little embarrassing tidbit about me i would have to sleep in my mom and dad's room because the nightmares would be so intense for me how old were you when you stopped doing that i don't remember how old i was like seven nine thirteen twenty nine nine is probably closer to the age that's a bummer okay yeah i really wish that you were like 14 no (laughs) no it was like nine or ten maybe but i mean it's that's an embarrassing thing for a kid Sure. Um, so anyways, one weekend, uh, well, this will, I, I don't even know how old I was when this came out, but one weekend I was going to stay the night at a friend's house and they wanted to watch the sixth sense because I had just come out on VHS. I like that. We reference VHS <laughs> yeah. a handful of times on this. <laughs> 
And I wanted to see it, but I had all, obviously I had heard all the other kids in my class coming back from seeing it and being like horrified by this movie. And these were the kids that I considered to be way more brave than me. Yeah. So if they were terrified of this movie, I stood no chance to survive this, you know, to survive that two hour movie. Um, but I wanted to act tough, be brave, like, oh, I can handle it. So I convinced my dad to let me watch it, which was awesome. And we watched the movie at my friend's house. I survived. <laughs> Scared the shit out of me. <laughs> that movie terrified me so bad. And trying to keep a brave face during the whole thing and even after. Mm-hmm. Really difficult to do. And then we went, you know, I went home the next day and the nightmares really kicked in. It was bad. I don't think I slept for like three weeks after that movie. Could not walk near my bed near after watching that movie. Terrified that something was going to reach out. <laughs> Couldn't go to the bathroom late at night. Couldn't trust going into the kitchen for a snack, yeah. mm-hmm. even in the middle of the day. <laughs> if you haven't seen the movie, I just referenced several scenes from the movie. <laughs> yeah. But the movie fucked me up bad. And it was after that, I was so tired of being so afraid of everything. It just exhausting and embarrassing. So... It was shortly after The Sixth Sense. Uh, there, I don't know if it's still around. Uh, there was a channel called TNT. Yeah. And every Friday... It's still around, right? Is it? Probably. I, I think it is. I don't know. I don't have cable. Neither do I. Turn I haven't watched cable since... Uh, I don't know. Maybe 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know when cable went away. Like, I mean, I'm sure it's, it's still, still around, there, yeah. but I... I mean, was... it went away from me a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> That's so weird, because... I think it probably was a generational thing that yeah. our generation grew up and never even... Well, we didn't have... have any of the streaming stuff. It was, yeah. you had to have... Totally. I feel like maybe we were the last generation that that happened. We may have been. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be shocked. Because we were kind of right on the cusp of like Facebook. Because I yeah. wasn't around when I was well, in Well, Facebook came out in our senior college. year. Mine well, was college. Our yeah. senior year. Whoops. How was it your senior year? I'm we were, younger than you. We were a year older than you. Yeah. So I know, were, I was in college. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Or maybe yeah. it was around, but you had just learned about it. Maybe. Because I was... Well, I, it came out... Originally, I mean, you could a, only get on Facebook if, if you, you were, were in college. college. And so True. I think high schoolers right. never heard about it. Yeah. Either way. That's fair. Yeah, our generation... Very, like, like swanky. I mean, like, yeah. Yeah. MySpace was the huge thing for totally. our generation. Totally, MySpace was so. around... Yeah, totally. Um, Sorry, continue. No, next. you're good. You're good. <laughs> Uh, so TNT, it was either Friday or Saturday nights, whatever late night, they would play old horror movies. It was just like a scary movie marathon. It was usually three movies and it ranged from like unknown, crazy, campy seventies and eighties, just horrible movies to like legitimate, really good horror. And, uh, I decided one night because I was so tired of the embarrassment, so tired of being afraid of absolutely everything. I was going to stay up watch all three movies in the dark as you're supposed to watch horror Yeah, and get over it. So I did. I don't remember two of the movies, but I remember one specifically and it was Pinocchio's revenge. Have either of you ever heard of this? No, but I can imagine how good it is. (laughs) Oh my God. It is in terms of like when movies rip off of each other, this is right near the top of ripoffs because it's a blatant ripoff of child's play okay mm. 
that's what I was when you mentioned it. That it's was so bad, but it's stuck in my head because it's Pinocchio. It's yeah. this beloved character, and he's stabbing people. <laughs> Keep hitting the mic. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, so after that night, I went to bed after watching those three movies, and the nightmares were done. Were it was healed. it was weird. Uh, Pinocchio healed you. Start <laughs> to desensitize yourself. Yeah, yeah and so or see it for what it is. After that. I just kind of became obsessed with the genre because suddenly I had this new perspective on it. And now I, well, so I go from being afraid of everything, even goosebumps to now I use horror movies. Some of the most demented dark ones to help me sleep. Cause I find them fun and relaxing these days. So <laughs> I love horror. I don't watch horror to be scared. In fact, my whole list is not scary to me. I, I've talked to people where some of my picks have fucked people up pretty bad, but horror is just, I love everything about the genre. I even love the super campy, like gimmicky horror stuff to the legitimately just slow burns that mess with your head. I love the genre completely. So my list is not there to be scary. It's just these movies are so much fun to me. So I guess I'll get into it. So that's my little backstory on horror. It's a good backstory. So my number 10 pick is uh, I'm going to kick this off with a horror icon. Take your drink. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, you'll take two drinks because I have iconic character and iconic director. Okay. So it's fitting that after I just talk about how I was like plagued with, ooh, wrong word. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> how i had nightmares like crazy as a kid because i'm kicking my list off with freddy krueger nice the original nightmare on elm street so after i had like gotten over my fear of everything i watched this movie because you hear about this movie all the time everywhere yeah and i had to see it it's so much fun and i totally get why it terrified people in the 80s when it came out to me it was just it's fun it's funny it's gory it's got some pretty awesome gimmicky scenes and stuff so freddy krueger is my number 10 yeah yeah that's that's really good the effects in that movie are really fun yeah the way that especially the way that they did all those practical effects back then were really cool yeah well it's just that's one of my favorite things about horror is the when they when they get into insane effects or that it's it's very effects heavy yeah generally very practically effects heavy Hmm. yeah so that's my number 10. All right. Nice. Yeah. Good movie. We didn't talk about who's going second. Christy, do you want to go second? Oh, yeah. We didn't figure out our order. I don't know. Are you ready for your first, your debut? I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. All right, Christy. What's your number 10 movie? Okay. So I didn't start watching horror movies until I was much older because I was super sheltered as a child like i i pretty much was only allowed to watch mary kate and ashley movies until yeah (laughs) and then like probably until i was at least seven to nine i don't know and then by then i was like i don't want to sit down and watch movies like Mm -hmm. yeah i've done i don't know so i would always be upstairs like i could remember like when like my family would get together like i remember specifically when they watched the sixth sense together because i was upstairs and i could hear them 
like watching it yeah. and like hearing their like reactions and i would i i remember being so bitter because <laughs> i'm like this is crap like i want to watch these movies yeah um but yeah so i didn't really watch or get into movies a whole lot until i was in my teens um and my I'll, my number one will go into more of this but my number 10 um is the strangers mm, oh yeah yeah um <laughs> The first time I saw this, well, I watched a lot of movies in the basement by myself because my brothers had moved out and I had moved downstairs. And so like, I would watch them on my little mini laptop. And I remember the first time I watched this, it fucked me up so bad. <laughs> um, and then I didn't watch it again until I met Jake and we yeah. watched it together. And I, I don't know, it was a different experience by then because I, you know, had gotten more into horror movies and um it's just so good it's just a great movie like mm -hmm. the the storyline it's a slow burn you have oh it's just so it good at the you, acting it makes you very weary to have your back turned to yeah. anything in your house <laughs> yeah well and it's it's just it's one of those movies that it's like a fear that is very logical and real mm -hmm. like yeah. they're just fucked up people yeah don't have to know you don't you know it's it's like an enemy reason. that is so like logical yeah. I, don't, <laughs> I don't know it's just such a good movie so that's my number yeah 10. it's not the kind of movie you want to watch when you're home alone or your house sitting yeah nope. oh yeah no so when i saw that i saw that in the theater and i did not like it the first time i oh, saw really? it mm. but I was, i'm trying to think what year did the strangers come out is that like uh, um, i could tell you oh six like 2007 Oh eight. Oh, oh eight. Ooh. Oh eight. Mm -hmm. Oh eight. Mm -hmm. So I I want to say that that movie came out during my whole like falling into pretentious times that I mentioned during <laughs> our <laughs> comedy episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I I say that I didn't enjoy it because I was at that mentality of like I'm just here to nitpick and hate every movie I'm watching. Mm -hmm. But after I, I watched it the second time after it came out on DVD and that movie, yeah, like suddenly I'm watching it at home mm -hmm. alone. Mm -hmm. and I'm like, nope. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is well done. And without spoiling it in terms of like horror movie reveals, yeah, that movie has one of my all time favorite reveals ever mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's so brutal yeah <laughs> the very end is that yeah, yeah yeah i was gonna talk about it too but no i can't i agree though it is like oh it's so good it's and it's I, the kind of reveal don't, that well, just, don't be freaked out by us but when we talk about this but it's i don't know it's, it's, just, just it's good so violence. good and it's, it's just like yeah that whole movie the last yeah that my favorite part of that movie just makes your stomach drop because yeah. it's I won't go into it too much, but great pick, Christy. That's a great pick. Thank you. Yeah, it's a an overlap for me because, Ooh. as you can imagine, it's one of my favorite movies as well. Mm. And so I'll talk about it a little bit more later. Oh, there we go. Oh. Our first overlap. All right. I call uh, Mulligan because they're married. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably going to happen a handful of times on this. I literally we have, have a playlist tastes. on our thing, and it says it was a Jacob Don't Look. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so my number 10, like Dustin's, is a directed by a horror icon. Ooh, take a drink again. 
the great John Carpenter. Oh yeah. The thing oh, is my yes. number ten. Yes. I love the thing and Kurt Russell as the lead in the thing is so, so good. good. Um and apparently John Carpenter said that it's his personal favorite movie of his. Oh like really? Did. Yeah. Hmm. It's it's funny because it it wasn't well received when it came out. And so a lot of people kind of shit on him for it. A lot yeah. of critics didn't like it. And Dustin, you'll appreciate this. One critic called John Carpenter a pornographer of violence. Oh my god. Which I god. think another way you could phrase that is gory porn. <laughs> Son of a that's bitch. All, that's all he god makes. Damn it. God damn it. I want to put that on a plaque. Pornography <laughs> of violence. Yeah. It really like apparently he did not like it. It made him to be referred to as a pornographist pornographer was like a pornographer that's a little <laughs> that fancy. needs to be on a plaque too <laughs> a pornographist is that a profession maybe i'll cross stitch it for you for christmas <laughs> <laughs> on like a pillow oh no <laughs> <laughs> one of the reasons i love the thing so much is the kind of discussion around it and the fan theories about it and there's a lot of mixed opinions about the ending and and it's unclear it's kind of always remained unclear if one of them is the monster or not the alien or not so they've actually confirmed the ending i just saw a thing about this a few months ago okay i won't i'm not gonna spoil it but i've seen i've seen carpenter himself confirm it both directions where he he endorsed apparently there was a game that confirmed that they were both human and he said that that game was canon and then he later said that, yeah, it's obvious that he was. That See, I Charles didn't hear that alien. they were both human. I there was a, another yeah. theory. There's a the main theory I think is that Childs is an alien, and that I think Carpenter said because it's obvious because you you don't see his breath, right? But I really like the kind of deeper theory that uh, Kurt Russell, who has been throwing Molotov cocktails, hands him a, to drink some whiskey at the end while they're waiting for the monster to come get them. And that Kurt Russell's character knows that's not actually whiskey, it's gasoline. <laughs> and when he sees him not react and or not know the difference between gasoline yeah. and whiskey, that he knows that he's waiting there to die with them. <laughs> so even if they are human and they're just waiting to die, or if they're or one if of them, them is. yeah, one of them's a monster and and he's waiting with them and he knows that he's waiting with them, it's just a great ending regardless. Yeah, well, it's a great movie. It's a great movie regardless. Yeah, that movie. That was also, so when I got into the horror genre and was really, like, embracing it, kind of immersing myself into it, The Thing was another one that I had heard about a lot, so I had to see it. And I love Kurt Russell, Yeah, so I I had to see him fight an alien. That movie has some of the coolest, you mentioned effects. Yeah. That movie has some of the coolest effects. It had a really large budget for horror movies of the time. Yeah. Like, it was... It's crazy to look at what, like, uh, Halloween or, yeah. or Amityville Park, what their budgets were compared to The Thing. And this well, this is one of my favorite things about The Thing was the lack of knowledge. Because a movie kicks off, technically, like, in the middle of a story. Yeah. And then, like you said, the ending's up for debate. Yeah. So I love how, instead of giving you all the info as the movie progresses, you're just you're in the same boat as all the characters. Yeah. I love it when movies do that. Yeah, me too. It's such a good movie. It's such a cool movie. <laughs> the thing's so cool. All right. Number nine. 
Uh, so by this time, all of our listeners shouldn't know that I reference my go-to list fairly frequently. <laughs> um, some of the movies are feel-good movies, and others have made people worry about me. This is one of those. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so this one, I I don't know what it is about this one. I well, I do. I love it when a movie gets to be made how it was intended to be made. And I love it when instead of toning stuff down to get the wide audience with the PG-13, when they embrace the hard R and, you know, just let the movie be. This is one of those. So Sinister is my number nine. It has one of the opening sequence of this movie lets you know exactly what you're about to watch. It's not a like oh, this will be a, you know, ABC kind of horror film. We'll go through this. This will happen and we'll be good. The opening sequence is drawn out and brutal. And I remember seeing it in the theater and just being like, oh, I love this movie. All Like, this is amazing. So Sinister is my number nine. And it also has one of my favorite, um, like, silent sequences in it but I won't go into too much yet about that, but Sinister is number nine. Cause it's just, I love how it embraced the brutality and the supernatural. Good movie. Good movie. Good movie. <laughs> um, okay. So my number nine, Dustin's going to judge me so hard and I'm fine with it. Cause this movie fucked me up. You can ask Jake <laughs> like, okay. So not a lot of my movies, are probably what most people I don't know they don't have like like Freddie and Jason those kind of movies I have one that is on that level but most of my favorite horror movies are real life scenarios with I mean you know what I mean like not not some not villains that are like can't die like I do but it's like more of like um it makes sense like because it it has like a real fear factor of like oh like well you go villains that like totally like so like a lot of my list is like that um so my number nine is the visit (laughs) 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 um you guys, this movie fucked me up so bad. Um, I and like I've rewatched it several times, and every time it still does the same thing. Um, the old lady in that movie is what my dreams or my nightmares are made of. Um, Fuck you, Grandma! God, which is like Yancy. <laughs> like okay, or like the scene under the house. Yeah. Or like I when they're see. crawling. Or just at night when she's just like, mm-hmm. oh, you guys, it's so scary. And like, you, you're like watching it and you're like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> um, I don't know. It just, he just, it's just so scary and so good. And I don't know. I don't really know how to describe it other than that. Like, I had to put it on my list because I, you know, it's just one of those movies that like probably shouldn't. <laughs> be so scary but it just is to me so yeah. yeah just you know if you send your kids to their grandparents just make sure <laughs> make sure you know what's up make sure mm-hmm. 
I don't know. Especially sure grandma. Make grandparents. sure grandma is lucid. Yeah. <laughs> or like, just make sure that when you video call, you see them. Yeah. Like all That's together. That's the only thing that could have avoided that very early on. Maybe like don't send your kids to like an estranged grandparent's house. <laughs> is that a good, good idea? That's always, a good idea. I, so I won't judge you so hard for that. Okay. Pick. Well, you have before. I hope not because I, that's also on my list. <laughs> <laughs> two, two for two overlaps right now. I don't think you followed your Jake Don't Look playlist. <laughs> I don't just actually know if that was on. I, I didn't even have to rewatch this to know it was going to be on my list because <laughs> I was like, that like, movie's scary. I'm not watching it. Yeah, I don't. I didn't sleep for a really long time. So that was for me. I wasn't the biggest fan of that one. Yeah. I I don't remember it all that well, <laughs> but I only watched it the one time. But I remember laughing more than anything oh during God. that movie because it was. Kind of like you said, I remember the whole time being like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, where is any of this going? Yeah. But. No. And then like, I, oh my God. And then the scene where she's like in the dark. Oh my God. I won't shit on you too much, but. I think it, right. it's it's so good. Part of the reason it's so good is because it's so. Every kid who's had to go and stay with their grandparents or visit their grandparents. Yeah. Has felt that awkward, uncomfortable, awkward. They're, yeah. they're weird. They're yeah. old. They smell weird. They do things way differently than what you're used to. Yeah. But then there's like that borderline. No, I should trust them. You know, like. Yeah, yeah. I'm told they're family. They're yeah. fine. They're normal. Like, well, oh, maybe, she's asking me to get in the oven to clean it. I'm gonna. Okay, cool. Yeah, totally, <laughs> grandma. Let's do it. Yeah. Maybe since I rewatched Jake's dirty work, mm-hmm. maybe I will rewatch the visit for you guys. I think All it's right. totally worth rewatching. I don't I know if you it. thought it was funny. I don't know. I did not think it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. you got to remember, like I did say earlier, I tend to use this genre to help me fall asleep. Yeah. So yeah. me finding horror funny mm-hmm. is not necessarily a bad thing in my opinion. It's right. just, yeah, it's fucked up that I get relaxed by watching. And I just genuinely like being scared, which is weird. Uh, Okay, so like, I guess to describe my passion for horror movies, yeah, they scare the crap out of me a lot. Like sometimes, (laughs) like I can't sleep. Um, And that's not super fun. But I really have like an obsession with good acting. Like I love... You're going to love my next pick then. I just (laughs) love like the the thrill like the the scared like the adrenaline, the adrenaline. i love yeah. the adrenaline well that's I the love... whole point of the genre is you yeah. get that adrenaline rush and you i mean for a lot of people when they watch horror movies and they get scared from it they leave the theater or finish watching it whatever and that adrenaline lingers and you feel good because you actually feel like i made it i'm alive, just I'm alive. it's just different than like like thriller or action, it is like a visceral, 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 yeah. visceral. It's a very visceral, like type of re- like feeling. Yeah, and it's like, sure. I just think that's, I don't know y'all. I love it. And I it's love, just, it's fun. so good. Yeah. It's just so good. Yeah. It's yeah. really fun. Anyways, that's, yeah. That's All a right. great pick, Christy. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> Two in a row. Uh, this one, I don't think will be on your list. My number nine is a British horror movie. Yeah. Uh, it's called 28 Days Later. Yeah, it is. Oh, I do like that. Do you? I love 28 Days Later. I love, well, first of all, it's directed by uh, Danny Boyle and written by one of my favorite sci-fi writers, Alex Garland. We talked about him a lot on the sci-fi episode. He wrote and directed Ex Machina and um, 
Annihilation and all those movies. And it's technically not a zombie movie. And a lot of people are like, oh, it's about zombies. Technically, well, you did not die and come back to life. Right. And so it's you're not a, a zombie. Virus. Yeah, it's an outbreak movie. Um, but it's really, really interesting. And But they get lumped into the zombie genre because of yeah. how they... Well, and it's also yeah. the first... It's also the first one that um, did the fast zombie type yeah, creature. Yeah, the running. And so it came out before Zack Snyder did the Down of the Den remake. And so it's it's the fact that they move so fast and are so violent and so crazy it was incredibly scary for the time, especially for the time it came out when you hadn't seen that kind of creature before. And I, I just really like the journey it takes you on. And it does a similar thing that zombie movies do where... The monsters are scary, but then you get into it and then their people can be just as scary or even more scary well, than the monsters. And that's one of my favorite themes of those kinds of movies. And this movie does it well, too. Not even just zombies, but that's like that's one of my favorite things. Also, horror in general is you can have all the supernatural, you can have the zombies and all the other monsters. But the basis of horror is human beings right because you eventually you're going to see humans at their absolute worst 28 days you get to see some fairly like human Mm -hmm. evilness if you will but oh god that movie's so fucking cool and i like the sequel a lot too the sequel was it surprised me how good it was i expected it to be kind of just a cash grab sequel and it actually has really interesting and exciting parts interrogation room scene in the sequel is like yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) But 28 Days Later, yeah, that movie, when I saw it, it was almost immediately as the movie was like, just how the way it moves and progresses. And if you know Danny Boyle's style, yeah, this is exactly that. So it's grimy. It's yeah, It has like those sped up shots. It's got close ups that make you feel yeah. claustrophobic almost. But dude, the part in that movie that made me like really kind of pay attention to it was when the infected have like one of the have some person on the ground and everyone's screaming the infected screaming at them and they just start puking the blood yeah into their face when i saw that that was one of the scenes of just like oh yeah it's that this is what this is going to well be. and it, <laughs> it it does such a good job of setting up the stakes that this is a virus that's transferred through blood and saliva yeah. and you don't want to get it in your mouth or your eyes. And so as soon as that happens, you're like, that guy is fucked. <laughs> right. You're like, well, over for him. There's yeah. no hope now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really good. And it's also just the fact that Cillian Murphy is so good at yep. it and just waking up in London and having nobody around and trying to figure out what's happening. Just the whole opening is slow, but fascinating. Yeah. Well, it really puts you into a like, kind of a, a fear mentality of waking up to that kind of environment. Yeah. And then just all the stuff that he goes through within the first 20 minutes of that movie alone. Yeah. Is yeah. unreal. It engrosses you. That's such a good movie. Agreed. <laughs> all right. Number eight. Um, this is a movie that it gets better every time I watch it. And this is one of those where, so whenever I see a horror movie get, uh, advertised as the scariest movie of all time. This movie, you know, and they do the uh, the theater camera shots of the audience watching yeah. it and everyone's freaking out and dying and like crying. 
whenever I see that stuff, my immediate thought is challenge accepted. Let's do this. Like I will be there eating my popcorn and enjoying the hell out of this movie. Uh, so this one, my number eight is, well, and Christy pointed out, she loves great acting and characters in horror. And this movie floored me just acting alone. It didn't even have to be horror. It could just be Tony Collette. I'm talking heredity. Hereditary. Her, yeah. Hereditary. Yeah. This movie. So <laughs> if you're going into this movie expecting jump scares left and right or a cliche horror, yeah. you'll hate it because it is the exact opposite of that. <laughs> and Tony Collette in this movie, how she didn't get every award possible <laughs> is unreal in my mind because the movie starts off with her completely distraught and somehow she goes farther into that as the movie progresses. But this movie has one of the same only scenes ever in the genre since I became a fan of it that has made me literally stop eating popcorn and just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the... Uh, for those that haven't seen it, how do I say it? Uh, the car ride scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. As soon as that happened, I was in the theater and had like a handful of popcorn in my mouth and just put it all down and set the popcorn off to the side because yeah. it just unexpected. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? Right. It's so fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> and it, the, the ride itself doesn't show really anything, but there's right. so much dread and it's emotionally very heavy yeah you're very invested and so you're very scared for him and you're yeah i just i can't imagine watching that movie every time i watch this movie i am like i can't i can't multitask during that movie because i get so sucked into it yeah because it's the acting from the entire cast is like anything i've seen in a horror film where it's it's so uh engrossing yeah and just you actually feel dread mm. for two hours during that movie right that's a good way to describe it is dread. yeah yeah i heard i heard that tony collette said that she didn't want to do any horror movies and she didn't even want to do serious like dark dramas because she's done a lot yeah but then she read the script and it was so good that she had to do it yeah she absolutely kills it and there's Man, that movie has so many scenes in it that just, they stay with you. This is one of those movies where a week or two after I saw it, I'm like going to bed, turn off the light, and then you just had that quick moment of like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Is there something in that corner over there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's my favorite part is the, the, the clicking. The clicking sound. Sometimes if I'm just in, in alone in the dark, I'll go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can and it's weird every time I do it it gives myself right, you're like oh that was poor yeah. choice I was like I should have done that I shouldn't have done that if you ever do that with me I dark, won't I, I know better literally strangle you I know better I only do it when oh, I'm alone my God. and it scares myself that movie just it's so good to me I can't say anything because it's also on my list it's also on my all list alright yeah, we got a three-er there Mine's, got a yeah. three-way on the movie boners it's much higher up for me but I'll talk about it later alright I'm excited um okay my turn yeah, yeah. alright my number eight um 
is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. Which one? The new one. Which the one? The newest one. <laughs> the newest? The, the remake, yeah. Well, there's been they're a couple. They're all good. Ver- okay, they're all good. <laughs> like every, I just, I don't even know if it's the movie. It's just the story and it's the realness of another face. face. Yeah. Okay, so uh, fun fact, I had a youth pastor. Are you talking the one with Jessica Biel? Sure. That was like 2004 or five. Okay. Sure. I might even be overshooting. The Rob Zombie one? No, he no, didn't he do did Texas. Texas. He did Halloween. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. There's just, there's we'll been so many one. remakes. Yeah. So I'm... I like all of them. Okay. I mean, I just, I do. I like all of them. Um, probably the Jessica Biel one stands out in my head more just because I feel like I've seen it time, more. Yeah. yeah. When I was like, well, this is the first one I saw. Were you a seventh heaven like kid? Eh. Yeah. So was I. So seeing her in that movie was yeah. like, all right. <laughs> no, I, so I had a youth pat. Well, so I saw this. Um, God, they're just so fucked up. Um, <laughs> but I had a youth pastor in high school who used to live in Waco, Texas, and he okay. was a cop. And he actually worked this case, like at the end of it, um, which also was mind blowing to me. Uh, and the details that he talked about, just like the fingernails and the walls and the all that shit is real. And it's it's just, ugh. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. It's just, it's just, a, it's real good. It's a good. Real? <laughs> it's, it's some real good horror. Like legitimate, real horror real life yeah real life horror um and i think i i don't know the movies are just i think they're well done i don't like um i don't like super graphic movies that are graphically like i like i like yeah i don't like gory porn (laughs) i like um (laughs) i like real good graphic violence Mm -hmm. like not saw not like mm-hmm. you know what i mean like yeah. for too heavily stylized yeah for realistic just like tons and tons of fake blood and it's like i just like the brutality mm-hmm. like honest brutality that looks like legitimate um and i i just i don't know i think the movies are really well done i think they're terrifying um and i it's also what my fears are made of <laughs> also i'm driving through Texas tomorrow. There you go. <laughs> so Jesus take the wheel. I saw the Jessica Beale one before I saw the original. Same. Now I like the original way more. Same. Actually. Yeah. Because it's so much dirtier. Mm-hmm. And when I say dirtier, I mean like, I mean, it was filmed crazy low budget and I will never get the image of the, uh, the guy being put on the hooks. Yeah. No, that's what hooks. I literally was thinking about just now. Yeah. Which they put in like the Jessica Biel one, but there was just, there's something about the way the original one shows it happening that just, it will never leave my mentality. But yeah, I remember seeing the and Jessica, good acting and like, great acting. Like you see those people in all the movies. Mm-hmm. I really think it's well done. You see you're what you're watching a group of friends and loved ones be murdered. And it, well, and it's not just like, yeah, it's not just, oh, they got By murdered. By an entire it's family. Like, it is. And though you can't trust it anybody. true brutality. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw the Jessica Biel one in high school with a bunch of friends who did not like horror movies. Mm. 
And when we watched that one, when it ended, I remember my whole group of friends just being like, that's fucked up. Fuck this movie. Mm-hmm. Nope. Want nothing to do with it. And I was the only one like, I think it could have been longer. You're like, I, some more. Okay. <laughs> I was kind of entertained by it. But I had a, an old buddy who I told him I had just seen it. And he went on of like, you have to watch the original. Then. Mm-hmm. If you're going to watch remake, you need to see what, where it all came from. So I watched that, the original with him. And like I just said, as soon as the hook scene happened, I looked at him and goes, yep. Yeah. <laughs> that is so fucked up. You know dude. what I, I, I think the reason <laughs> that I like it, cause I kind of said, I don't like villains that are like, I don't gravitate towards villains that seem unreal. Mm-hmm. He's very much like a fucking Jason or. Or well, and like, but like in a real but the way. Idea of Leatherface, I mean, the character Leatherface is based on a handful of like actual killers, right? And um, but you never get like, I mean, he doesn't talk, right? And he gives no reasonings. He just shows up totally. and bashes you with like a hammer, and then guts you like you're a cow, right? You know, you get well, slaughtered. And he's so forceful. It's um, it's like it's like a villain you can't kill, but you logically can. Like yeah, he's a man, right. but you. But he he's he just overpowers a, you, yeah. the victim so well. Yeah. Oh, Leatherface is one of my favorites. <laughs> I yeah. love Leatherface. Now that one's not on my list, but it was one of my. Uh, actually, most of your guys' picks so far have been honorable mentions for me. Um, <laughs> really funny story though. Um, like this movie affected me so bad. I remember I was in like a haunted corn maze when I was like just in college. And I mean, every haunted corn maze, anytime someone comes out with a chainsaw. Oh yeah. Motherfucker better run because I'm like, I literally drop kick someone (laughs) like, nope. So (laughs) after your story, I have a fun story with chainsaws around Halloween too. Well, I just remember the first one, like I had my arm and my friend's arm and this dude just jumped out and I fucking dragged her like i was dragging her behind me mm-hmm. and i ended up you didn't leave her behind no because i couldn't i couldn't get her off of me i would have yeah. like it's like, like bitch and there let lies me go the of horror because you realize when push comes to shove i'm dropping your ass yeah, so that if I you can't survive. fucking run and survive <laughs> yeah. i ain't got time to grieve that's your fault unless you're like <laughs> unless you're someone like you're my nephews or my nieces sure. if you're a grown-ass person get your fucking <laughs> ass out of you're there responsible for you you are meant every to run, man bitch. for themselves yeah no and i mean that with you too guys yeah. like oh, don't worry understood. i would trip you in yeah. a heartbeat yes thank you and as you died i'd but be like no that's another thing so like the year after after we were in the same fucking group was not holding that girl's arm because I was like, bitch, I'm getting out. But then I tripped over this dude yeah. and he dropped the chainsaw like on my shin. And obviously it's not real, yeah. but it like hurt so fucking yeah. bad. Um, so that was my second experience. Yeah. Nope. That's always the worst. But every time I hear the chainsaw <laughs> in the fucking field, I swear like, yeah, I have a it's very visceral. Yep. So, my fun story, uh, when the Jessica Biel one came out on DVD and VHS, because there was still VHS at that point. <laughs> so I was at my first real job, which was a video rental place. I think I re- referenced it a while back. Um, anyways, a guy I worked with, who's one of our listeners, by the way. Shout Hello, out to co-worker. Joe. Hi, Joe. <laughs> uh, we were going to a haunted corn maze as like a work thing. So Joe, huge horror guy, and I'm actually going to give him shout outs a couple times during this episode 
because I owe my love of the genre and a couple of my top tens to him. Well done, so, Joe. Bravo, Joe. Golf clap. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but anyway, so we go to this haunted corn maze and Joe and I are immediately making fun of everything. And like we go through this preliminary maze thing and they've got characters standing up on these lookabouts or whatever they're called high rises and we're making fun of every one of them not under our breath we're loud we're making it known that we find it all campy and hilarious we can hear chainsaws in the distance and we're like ooh, because that was a big thing because texas chainsaw massacre remake had just come out so it was i mean leatherface was rejuvenated basically yeah and so we get into the actual maze and they were doing the whole like where they would let one group in at a time you know and the whole time joe and i are still making fun of everything in this maze and i don't i can't remember for how long we were going through it um but so there's joe and i and joe's like six foot something he's taller than me he's a big dude and uh we're with our boss and two or three other co-workers so there were Three women and one other guy. I can't remember the other guy's name that we worked with. But at one point, they are ahead of us. And they're like, arms are linked. They're shaky. They're freaked out. Joe and I are behind them, still laughing and making fun of everything. Well, we come around this corner. And there's these hanging bodies. And we're making fun of the hanging bodies. I mean, we were assholes during this whole thing. Yeah. Well, one of the hanging bodies was a guy like an actual dude who was there to make you jump and he came up on joe and i grabbed our shoulders screamed at us and then let us go and in that second of him doing that to us joe and myself took off (laughs) like scaredy little girls just screaming we had no qualms running over our boss and co-workers they are dying of laughing, and the guy who scared us, he's laughing at us because we're like, oh my god. <laughs> but we got to the chainsaw part, and it's, I mean, you do the haunted corn mazes, and it's, they do it late at night, so it's super dark, you can't really see a lot. I'll never forget the chainsaws kicked up when we go walking into this open area, and immediately Joe and I again are like, oh shit, we go from making fun of everything to just like, mm-hmm. nope. We're scared. <laughs> like, get us the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. I just remember taking a dead sprint and it went from like dirt and hard ground yeah. to mattresses or something yeah. and just losing yeah. my balance. I mean, like, this is how I fucking die. I was about to mention that that was my chainsaw experiences <laughs> yeah. that they For dig real. out the ground and put mattresses. So you're running away and then all of a sudden your legs give out and it's like you're in that's a dream like, it's yeah, like and you're terrible like, this is it honestly that's like <laughs> the, the that's the messed up <laughs> shit they do yeah like that little, is little mass mass you immediately just like come to terms yep this is how i die this is how i'm I getting die. hacked up by chainsaws i'm pretty right sure now. that like I, that's how i tripped and fell <laughs> Probably. and uh yeah no it's that's but i i remember we were told that they like they had been watching us and just tracking us yeah. throughout the thing they probably hadn't been so like we're pointing these two out if we would have just shut the fuck up yeah totally. so 
<laughs> Sorry if I embarrassed you with that story, Joe, but it's such a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it. That was a good story. Um, so would you guys mind if I go change out the laundry? No, really quick? that's fine. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna. Right my next pick is one of the R overlaps. Okay. So we've already oh, talked okay. about. Which one is it? The visit. Okay. Cool. Oh, okay. Well, good. I'm leaving because I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> she already talked. She about didn't want to watch it. She doesn't want to <laughs> do anything about it. Yeah, I. The reason the visit was on my list, and the reason I love it so much, and the reason you should rewatch it, is because, partly because I'm an M Night Shyamalan fanboy and kind of an M. Night Shyamalan apologist. There was a period of time in the early 2000s where it was popular to shit on him. And it... There it w- became popular to shit on him. He did a series of movies between The Happening and um, Last Airbender and After yeah. Earth that didn't do good, obviously. Right. But he also didn't really have control over those movies. The budgets were so huge that the studios like took over them a lot. And The Visit is kind of his return to... I'm going back to doing movies. I took the money that I did from after that I made from After Earth. I'm yeah. going to self-produce this movie, and I just think he's an incredible writer and director. Mm-hmm. And his attention to detail is so good. We already kind of talked about why I think it works so well, and the kids are so good, and going to stay with your grandparents. Yeah, I think it, it was. It's an interesting one in his uh, library because it's a found footage style movie. And so he makes different kinds of choices. There's, there's like no music or less music because of that, and and there's the whole reason that you have to justify having a a found footage right uh, device, I guess. But it's it works really well, and the family element's really good, and and I I I just I really really like it for those reasons. It's just kind of a simple story, yeah, or a simple idea. But it's the fact that you don't know if it's dementia that their grandparents are suffering from and that's why they're weird or or what the story ends up being. It just it takes you on a really good arc, I think. You know, I I'm a huge fan of Oh, let's see here. His first like four movies, four or five. Actually, okay. one of my favorites of his is the one that started the whole we're gonna shit on M. Night Shyamalan. The Village? Yeah. Yeah, I love The Village too. So, don't add us about it. <laughs> You're not going to change our minds. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, is that the phrase? Yeah. Okay. You sounded very millennial when you said that. I did. I was very impressed. I don't like that. <laughs> I should probably drink some more. Um, <laughs> but, like, The Happening came out, and the first time I saw that, I enjoyed it. But I think I enjoyed it just because it was like, oh, it's M. Night. I, yeah. I'm a fan of his, so I'm supposed to like this one, too. But the more I watched that one, the more I was like, oh, my God, I cannot handle this movie. And then I saw Avatar, or The Last Airbender. And I personally never watched the series that it was yeah, based on. So I went to it with just no reference points. I really didn't like it. I didn't even bother with it because I was like, I don't watch the show. I don't care about any of this. It was not good. And then um, I saw After Earth and I love Will Smith. And I was like, Will Smith and M. Night, this has to be great. And the concept of that movie, awesome. Mm -hmm. It just didn't click. So yeah, I, I understand people's like, we're not fans anymore kind of thing or mentality with him, but... Uh, I think the visit ended up falling into that for me where I was just like, ah, crap. Yeah. (laughs) You know, 
So maybe that's what, but I will, like I've done before, I will rewatch it and we'll talk about it some other episode. Yeah. But I, I just, I, I do, I'm like you, I feel I have to defend yeah. some of his choices, which is funny because to me, I'm like, this is such a great choice that he did. I don't know why people don't like it. Yeah. Again, you don't have to tell me why you don't, but <laughs> I, I love him because he's such a pure filmmaker. Like, if yeah, he, if he's always been so into making movies from even a very young age. Well, and he he takes. I really like that all of his, well, not all, but especially that early catalog and his most recent reboot of his stuff. Um, I really like his nod to like. Alfred Hitchcock. You can yeah. see that style and that mentality of filmmaking. To the point of having cameos in all of his movies. Right. Except The Visit. The Visit's the only one he doesn't have a cameo in. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, that would kind of make sense because it's a crazy tiny cast. But Yeah. But I will rewatch The Visit with a, uh, a different perspective now because I, I feel like he really did start rejuvenating. I'm actually a fan of one of his movies that he may have either only written yeah. or only directed it's one of those but it's one of his uh did you ever see, yeah yeah did you ever see devil he just wrote it I, the guy that directed it is also good i forget what else he did though but that movie is like that movie's fun yeah it's so much fun but we can get on that maybe we'll do an m night episode and just... that's a good idea <laughs> but i will rewatch the visit just to see if i have a different take on it these days which has happened which yeah. has happened all right number seven we probably should have warned our listeners this one's gonna be a long episode yeah for sure <laughs> but that's good because this this genre is too good uh, my number seven is deceitfully horror okay so my number seven is event horizon okay have you ever seen this one i don't think so okay sounds familiar though so when you see the cover of it and you hear the concept you're like oh it's a sci-fi movie no well it is but it is true horror okay it takes all the great elements of the genre and throws it into space okay um it's basically the way that i put it there are parts in this movie that is genuine pieces of as i would call it horror art Oh, okay, yeah. It's so well done, and there are scenes in this movie that, if you're easily disturbed, yeah, this movie will affect you. And there's a, there's a whole sequence at some point in the film. I guess I should say what it's about. So the premise of the movie is this, like, rescue cargo uh, crew gets sent out into space to recover... A distress like they receive a distress signal from a ship called the event horizon okay and they get sent out to investigate and bring people home and once they arrive just weird shit starts happening and i i don't want to say too much but this movie it just it has elements in it that will mess you up and it, when I first watched it, it took me off guard because I expected a science fiction movie and then I got genuine horror out of it and was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sam Neill and Lawrence Fishburne are the leads in this movie. Okay. And so the acting is stellar for what they need to be doing. 
and uh yeah event horizon is just this was another one that was recommended to me early on when i started getting into the genre and it's another one of those every time i watch it it just there are parts in it that i get excited when i know they're coming up and i just can't wait to watch it happen again it sounds kind of like the first alien movie um it's it's got some like you can see aspects of alien yeah in this one but without aliens okay yeah interesting yeah and there's a whole sequence where they find like some footage of stuff and you get brief glimpses of the footage and it's so fucked up and it's so disturbing but event horizon is my number seven if you haven't seen it i highly recommend this movie because it's just it's so well made okay and it's one that a lot of people just kind of overlook because it it comes across as just straight science fiction some people will see that and be like yeah do we need more this one you do this one you do (laughs) all right well christy's not back from the laundry yet yeah so i guess i can do mine i know that she won't have it on her list because <laughs> I'm pretty sure she won't have it on her list. Uh, so my, similar to every time we do this, I kind of realize after I've made my list that there's a trend in it. I and, realize that with mine actually. And I have, I for some reason, put all of the found footage movies together in the middle. Um, and so this is my second found footage style movie. It's called As Above, So Below. I haven't seen this one yet. As oh, Above, I So Below, I don't know. I really, 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 really like it. Um, it's the same director, might be writer director that did Quarantine, and okay. um, he did something else after. Is this the one where they go in like the catacombs? And yeah. The, okay. So it's the it's the first movie that was ever allowed to be filmed in the catacombs. Oh, they didn't cool. they didn't actually create create the catacombs on a set. They went and filmed them in the catacombs oh, in, shit. in France, and so all of the like skulls and yeah. skeletons and everything that you see along the walls are the actual skeletons oh fuck yeah and so it's really 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 cool and i i really like it because it's kind of an indiana jones style style of story where they're they're trying to find this they're trying to find a philosopher's stone there's this girl and she's following in her dad's footsteps and trying okay. to research these ancient artifacts and it kind of takes her on this journey um and it's but yeah, it has some of those kind of, or like a Dan Brown's, like the Da Vinci Code, where you're kind of solving some of the puzzles and okay. things like that. There's a I little like bit movies of that like involved that. too. I really like movies like that. And it's also, so I like it for that kind of historical elements of stuff. And then I also like it for the, there's literary, literary elements where it's pretty heavily based on the inferno by dante oh and oh, so shit, really the, yeah so the, the the descent they take through the catacombs is very s- similar to the seven layers of hell oh that's fucking cool and and yeah it's just the whole thing is really real cool yeah and don't the, tell me too much and the, I'm watch there's it. a lot of ways of that the like their lives or their sins come back to haunt them and, okay and everybody's kind of analogous to characters in that story and so it's really really interesting yeah that was one i wanted to see it and then I think it came out with like a handful of other movies that I also wanted to see. And I ended up seeing those and then it wasn't there anymore. And it's, yeah, it's on my list. Yeah. I just have to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I think that you'll really like the, from a horror aspect, the imagery, Okay, the imagery that they do in the movie. And I guess the weight that they add to certain events are all really. I mean, I'm re- hearing that it's like they were allowed to film in 
yeah the actual catacombs like that makes me excited because mm-hmm. i am a fan of the macabre so hearing like being around it and seeing it is very yeah that's just fun for me yeah for sure <laughs> i think you'll like it i think you should definitely like it. sweet all right my number seven yeah is really fucking good okay so my number seven is cabin in the woods oh. <laughs> <laughs> um cabin in the woods is everything i love about horror like it brings together every aspect and it's done in such a good way that it it's comical mm-hmm. like it makes it funny but it's also scary and i don't know it's just so well done mm-hmm. and it had me going from beginning to the very end yeah so that's my number seven <laughs> i've I'm curious when we're going to get to the point of you having movies on your list that are not also on my list because Kevin in the Woods is also on my list. Okay, I called this from the beginning. <laughs> you did. But I've listed three so far that haven't been on your list, so we'll get there eventually. All right. That's because you want to be like me. <laughs> it's That's true. cool. So I do not have Cabin in the Woods on mine. Is it an honorable mention at least? It is. There you go. <laughs> um, that was one, as with every week that we do these lists, where it was on almost every it was on the list from number four to ten consistently and then as i was re-watching over i mean when i pulled the stack of horror movies to watch i didn't take a picture of it because i essentially pulled out every horror movie i watch because <laughs> i love horror and just they're all so good to me yeah um but cabin in the woods being a massive fan of every horror movie gimmick especially from certain 80s horror movies that i will talk about much later um cabin in the woods when i went and saw that in the theater yes that is one of those movies where as the movie continued to progress as a fan of the genre Mm -hmm. and seeing all the awesome nods to all the other horror movies that I absolutely adore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I felt like cheering the entire movie. Yeah. And I did rewatch that one. That was one of the ones that I rewatched for preparation of this and rewatching it. I still get that giddy. Like I know that reference. Oh, I know that one. Mm-hmm. And the, the originality of like the main story of the movie yeah. is one of my favorites ever. And yeah, Cabin in the Woods is such a great pick. Yeah. It's so awesome. Yeah, it really, seven. It really it's puts a, itself up there. Well, it's such a great like love story ode to horror that you gotta love it. You gotta love it. Yeah. So we're on number six. Number six. All right. So Christy called me Rosemary's baby earlier. <laughs> <laughs> And, <laughs> and I had to chuckle because that's my number six. Nice. <laughs> uh, Rosemary's Baby, I watched this. It took a while for me to actually watch this. And this was one of those movies where growing up, like, of all the scary movies, especially when I started getting into this kind of stuff, my mom and dad had two very specific films that they never wanted really to be shown in the house it was the exorcist and rosemary's baby Probably the exorcist because that messed up a lot of people yeah (laughs) and uh 
So when I finally got around to watching Rosemary's Baby, it is a super slow burner. Crazy slow. Like, nothing big, really. Well, there, there's a couple big parts. But there's no jump scares. It's just all atmosphere. It's 100% atmosphere. And there was just something about the story that really, like, glued me in. And then the whole final five minutes of the movie, especially the final 30 seconds of the movie, when that, like, when it all culminated, it was one of those where the credits rolled and I went, well, that's a, that's a favorite. I will watch this movie over and over again because it's just so great. And it, it was crazy because when I watched it the first time, I was originally under the assumption that it came out right at, or maybe a little bit before, just a little bit before the uh, infamous satanic panic yeah. in America with the late 70s. And then I realized that Rosemary's Baby came out in like 66. Yeah. And so knowing that and then rewatching it over and over and over again, like it's such a unique horror film because of the story that it has. So Rosemary's Baby is number six for me because it's just, it's so good. It's so well done. Yeah, I've never actually seen it. I just okay. I just know, I mean, I know enough about it to right. make jokes about it. But I mean, it's obviously iconic because Rosemary's Baby is... Yeah. Take a drink. Drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, everybody knows, if you say Rosemary, people are like, it's Baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, everybody knows, but I've, I've never actually sat down and watched it. And that's kind of you've both shared kind of your backstory with horror that's kind of my backstory as <laughs> right. well which i get into later in, a couple <laughs> of, in my other picks later on but i wasn't exposed to a lot for a long time right so it, it was funny when christy called me rosemary's baby because i was like <laughs> it's on my list it was a good it foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah all right, my number six is the last of the found footage movies in my little middle. You of have my had list a few here. of those now. Yeah, they were all in a. They were all put <laughs> together for some reason. My last one's the best one. It's my kind of my favorite of this style, and I think it it works so well. It's Paranormal Activity. Mm. The I listed specifically the first one. Okay, <laughs> but I I do like the series, at least. I don't remember. I don't know if I've actually seen them all. I've they kind of meld together at a certain point. Very much, very but much. The at least the first three are distinct in my memory of being yeah. very having specific stories and doing interesting things with the time that they're set in and yeah. and uh, all that stuff. So it's I love it for the kind of the story of the movie and how incredibly low budget it was. They filmed it in the director's house. Yeah, in like ten days for like fifteen thousand dollars. <laughs> I don't even know if it was fifteen thousand. It, it may have been like less. Less than that. Um, and then, but yeah, so it's it's kind of, of course, it it was awesome that it came out and it kind of shook Hollywood the way that it did. Yeah. That you can all it takes to make a great horror movie is a camera and some skilled people and a good idea. Yeah. And then Hollywood does what Hollywood does. And they just kind of we're capitalizing yeah, like crazy on squeezed this. every last drop. out <laughs> of it. Um, I like the kind of just the whole story. It's one of the, the stories in the most recent memory where I actually remember feeling scared after seeing it. Okay. Like a little, it got me a little bit afraid of the dark. Like after I, after I had seen the first one, and I was like, 
it's kind of crazy they have such a simple story where not all that much happens but it does right. it in such an interesting way and i really like the kind of the pattern that it falls into when you go to a paranormal activity movie whether no matter which one it is it sets up this pattern where you you know the you're, pattern you're introduced to the people and then of course night one comes <laughs> right and you, you, you that well they have to they have to initiate some reason to set up cameras and then they set up cameras and then you're just watching the screen and i've never in my life watched every piece of every frame of a screen um as hard as i've watched it because you're trying movies. to figure out where it's going to happen yeah most movies will kind of telegraph or kind of guide the audience eyes to where right. you're supposed to be looking at here you have no idea it could be in the background it could be in the foreground you don't know what you're waiting for right and then it inevitably comes and it's kind of cathartic in a way that it actually happened um yeah i think it's just a really exciting really unique movie and i think it's important in the in the pantheon so that i agree a hundred percent love paranormal I'm, i i enjoy the entire series um after four like the fifth one there's a couple gimmicks that they do in it that i'm like i i will enjoy the movie because of that one gimmick that they okay. just did the final one that they made i can't remember what it's called the marked ones is that the last is one? that the one it's it's either the ghost dimension or the marked ones oh, but ghost i think you're right i think it is the marked ones but i'm not positive yeah anyways that one i have like the least memory of because it, it just at that point it was like okay you've overdone it what made the first one so brilliant was the lack of special effects the lack of showing you everything yeah. i remember seeing that in the theater yeah i went with a co-worker slash cousin of mine and that was i really thinking about it i think that was one of the first times that i was like they claim it's a scariest movie let's see yeah. it and i remember watching it and as soon as night one showed up on the screen i didn't i wasn't scared but you get that like kind of uh your stomach tightened a little bit like oh oh no what is this movie doing to me because you don't know what you're gonna see and I, I remember just the door barely moving like an inch and a half and just being like oh shit <laughs> it's gonna be that kind of movie <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but i love that series especially the first one because of the simplicity and i love the idea that everyone went home after seeing that for the first time and everyone's looking at their doorways like, um, I'm not sure. I'm not <laughs> sure about this one. Yeah. yeah. And they, they did kind of a similar thing with these movies that they did with Blair Witch, where right. it was very, only a few people had seen it. It was only in a couple theaters. Like you had to like, they had to get people in order to see yeah. it. And then it just started blowing up and blowing up. And then you heard about it and you're like, oh, it is the scariest movie. <laughs> yeah, right. Everybody's convinced. And so you're, you're not sure what you're going to get. <laughs> It's just, it's so well done. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That's a great pick. Mm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Agreed. Um, is it my turn? It is your, it turn. Is your turn. Are we on number six? We yes. Are. Okay, my number six is one that Dustin will be very happy with. Ooh. Um, I did not grow up. I've never read the book. I didn't see the old version. I just saw the remake. Um... 
And I think he, he just listed like numerous horror movies. Well, by the I'm going to make you <laughs> wait for it. So, um, I think this movie, I specifically, Dustin talked me into seeing it. Oh, I think I know what one this is. <laughs> um, and I remember sitting in the theater. Yep. And I'm like, cool, a clown. Like, <laughs> sweet. Yes. Like, how scary like, can this be? Um, you know? Then the... Then Georgie's arm. Yeah. <laughs> then, um, you know, you, you see it in the... What is that thing called? The rain... The it's the gutter. gutter yeah so the gutter scene happens and this fucking clown's <laughs> mouth literally detaches until <laughs> i'm like i'm sorry but like i was not expecting that um and i again very audibly in the theater said what the fuck <laughs> yep um so i'm talking about it um specifically chapter one because that was the one that we saw yeah, together yeah did we not see chapter... I saw that one without you guys. I think you might have seen it again and with us the second time. I don't time. know. I saw it a handful of times. In yeah. The theater, so. I think we did yeah, see it with you, but it was not your first time. <laughs> um, yeah. No, the first one specifically. The second one, same. I mean, I they're all very, very they're scary. Um, I won't lie. It's a... It's a... Probably the scariest... Thing outside of Jaws that I've seen, <laughs> um, like in in a way that I know I shouldn't be afraid mm-hmm. because I'm like it's a fucking clown, but it's so scary. But is it? it it's fear, <laughs> and I mean it's a it's a really it's a it's a crazy good story. Yeah, it really is. Um, it's very masterfully done. I, yeah, that's all I can really say is I was not prepared for what i got into um but yeah it's a very it's just so interesting there's too much to say about it and you know before we had seen the movie i remember dustin telling me that it was something around that time that he was scared of everything and he had read the book no so i had seen the original and it was the one thing that never scared me uh, was the original it which was really weird because i got scared from freaking goosebumps yeah yeah but then i see pennywise the tim curry version and i was like oh this isn't this is nothing yeah it was odd very backwards yeah so no i didn't have that reaction i i was like <laughs> it was like i'm nothing should move that way like, <laughs> it's just so scary and i it was also really fun too i liked all of the the kids in it and mm-hmm. I just, it was just really well done, and it's a great story. Obviously, Stephen King is the man, and writing the story, and just... I am a huge Stephen, as you yeah, both know. Yeah, I mean, I... he can't... I mean, he's just brilliant, and so mm-hmm. any story that he writes, you know, I'm sure... I'm sure there are some that are, you know, not other people's favorite, but he's good at horror, and the movie is very good, yeah, so... The, the cast is really good, and all the kids are yeah. so good. It's very... Well, and I think we had talked with... about this in a previous episode of, of when you have a cast of all kids. I'm yeah. genuine, like, I generally, I don't know. It's hard to carry a movie, but this one really did. Like, they did so, so good. Um, and it's just a really, don't fucking see it if you don't like horror. <laughs> like, don't go see it unless you are prepared to see some shit that, like. So I. I just remember seeing that movie with you two is one of my favorite like theater outings, <laughs> and we've had so many. Yeah, 
But I I do remember because I had read the book before we went and saw chapter one. And I remember telling you guys about stuff in the book of like, there's no way, A, they can legally put some of the stuff that is in the book into this movie. It's just not going to happen. But I remember specifically to Christy of just like, the opening scene to this movie is probably going to set you up with this is what you were getting into and it only gets worse and i just remember yeah the opening sequence with georgie and you were just like what the fuck (laughs) and i remember just looking over at you and being like yep (laughs) yep strap in (laughs) right well and so i think it was you or because i i saw that i saw chapter one with numerous people Mm -hmm. and i told numerous people like i personally didn't find it scary but i love the shit out of this movie because it's so well made and it's just it it brought out some of the finer moments from the book to life i was a very proud fan i can't remember if it was you or someone else but it was like a week after seeing it i get a text of just that movie fucked me up Mm -hmm. like i was fine until the other night and now fuck that movie yeah. <laughs> you know, <I> was like, <laughs> yeah i won't lie like i so i have a dark room downstairs in like our harry potter closet <laughs> and when i have to sit in the dark to like load the film um on the reel pennywise is what i think of <laughs> like and it's the only thing that really ha- makes me have to call jake to come sit by the door to talk to me while i do this because i <laughs> fuck Pennywise he can get you anywhere honestly (laughs) like he's everywhere and even if it's not logical yeah he's there so that's my number six we all float down here oh Jesus (laughs) I may you should find you should post that cross stitch I did I will I will it's awesome Christy made me a uh a Pennywise cross stitch that says we all float yeah sure did before I saw it and I understood what that meant but it was because like when I was reading the book I just, I became such a, like, massive fan of the story. So, yeah, I I still have it. It's still hanging up in my room. You better have it. My fingers hurt so bad after <laughs> making that. <laughs> yeah, I t- probably did bleed on it, so. All right. Number five. Five. All right, so Christy said that I would be very proud of her for that pick of It, which I am. And Christy will be super proud of me for my number five. I think this is the one that she's been waiting to show up. But uh, Scream ah! is number five. I am very <laughs> proud of you, and I have an overlap, so I won't say yeah, anything. Yeah, you do. I knew you would. <laughs> um, everything I love about this genre, and everything I love specifically about slasher films, to see it get spoofed, by the iconic Wes Craven, yeah. who is notorious for like, well, my number ten pick. Nightmare, yeah. Also, if you want to know what our dog is named after, Wes. Yes. <laughs> Wes Craven. <laughs> but like, to see how masterfully he spoofed his own genre, while in the same vein making it a very legitimate horror slasher film cannot be replicated cannot be redone the closest we've gotten was cabin in the woods but it wasn't spoofing slashers it was spoofing like everything else Mm -hmm. in a weird way but scream is just so 
masterfully done. Mm-hmm. Even watching it like this last week, I just I smile the whole time because it's like this movie is borderline perfect yeah. when it comes to horror. It's crazy. Now, do you like all of the Scream movies? Yes, I do. Okay, I love the entire agreed. series. Okay, that's all I'll say right now. But yeah. <laughs> one through four, be now. The third one, you can kind of tell they they stumble a little bit in that third one, but I feel like that's because of the Hollywood, uh, how do I want to call it, cash grab, where they're just like, we need to capitalize as much. The fourth one, I absolutely adore because it felt like a complete return to form, which I love when when a series does that. But, oh, Scream is just, it's so good, and... I will always be so proud of them for giving Drew Barrymore like top billing and then killer 10 minutes into the movie. Yeah. Not just killer. Uh-huh. She gets gutted. Yeah. Like it is a brutal fucking kill. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Oh fuck. I want to talk about it so bad right now. I won't, <laughs> I won't do it. We'll save some of the talking points, but scream is my number five. It's just, it's so good. That's similar to how they did Psycho, where they right. they build her as like in the trailer is like it's all about her, and then she dies. Of the way <laughs> yeah, and you're like, oh, okay, cool. it's not really about <laughs> you. Don't get attached. Don't get attached. Right. <laughs> well, that's a pretty good segue because my number five is going back to the overlap of Cabin in the Woods. Oh, there we go. So <laughs> we can talk about my my favorite thing about Cabin in the Woods is very similar, where it's a it's a meta horror movie yep. about horror in general and not just other American horror movies, but all horror stories and mythology of other cultures. All of it. And yeah. And it ties, it brings them all together to kind of put them all into the same canon. Yep. So you can be watching Halloween or Friday the 13th and you can say, well, these movies are related because these killers have to take part in this thing that Cabin in the Woods set up. And it just kind of, put an umbrella over everything right. and it brought them all all in and so it's such that's my favorite part about cabin in the woods is how how it does that and it's it's a, it's such an enjoyable ride it is like every part of that movie i find myself i can just put it on and be like man i love this i love this i love this i love all all parts of it as it as it goes through the whole story and the way that they kind of unfold all of the different elements to it it starts out as a basic campy like high school college age teenagers (laughs) group of teens going to a cabin in the woods and it's it's very kind of evil dead at that point well and and it touches on all the like the basic needs of especially 80s horror yeah of we need this to happen and this to happen and this to happen and it's all Yep, that happens in every single one yeah but it takes those (laughs) cliches and turns them into rituals as steps right. that need to happen in order to have a, a movie and also have this yeah event and so it gives cool. it like importance yeah a reason exactly yeah kevin was just god damn it that movie is just so fucking good yeah. so I, I had it at number five i also love the end and i won't talk more about it but yeah the ending is it, it's one of the greatest horror movie endings ever 100 yeah. percent. it's so good it's uh it's just so good. If I want to quote yeah. it, but I won't. Yeah. Because I love the quote. Yeah. <laughs> the, the movie itself is very quotable. Like, yeah. I'm always like, tequila is my lady. <laughs> All the time. Um, I just really think a merman would be so yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. 
I I rewatched that a couple weeks ago, not even in preparation for this, because it's just one of those I can watch it just anytime. A movie you watch well, it's like Jake said, it's just it's so enjoyable and consistently yeah. enjoyable. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's so good and it's fun. So it is. Yep. Okay, so number five. <laughs> I fucking hated this movie <laughs> when I first saw it. In fact, we all fucking hated this movie. I know what movie you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so I walked out. So now you got to set up the story correct because this was so awesome <laughs> so like you know we're, we're we go to this movie super still i mean looking forward to it for two two months it's so we're sitting in the movie and you know five ten minutes in you know i'm sitting there and i'm like what is are they liking this <laughs> like do they what am i what like i genuinely yeah i was like well and i felt i had that feeling really all the way through i'm I'm like i don't think i like this like Mm -hmm. i don't i'm not positive (laughs) so like when we walked out of the theater we were very quiet (laughs) and we got to the parking lot and you know we're sitting there we 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 always kind of like huddle up into a circle like not like a circle, like a tight circle, but like we all face each other before we mm-hmm. leave. And we talk about the movies that we see and yeah. like what we liked. And yeah. sometimes it can like go for quite a while to where Hours. we're like, let's just go get a beer. Yep. Um, <laughs> but this one in particular, you know, we were kind of quiet. And then we all just kind of were like, did we like that? <laughs> what the fuck yeah, was like, that? What, what did we did fucking like watch? That? Yeah, because like you don't want to be like the only one that didn't fucking like it if it right. was like amazing. Because you kind of get that feel that maybe it is amazing, but you're just not fucking getting it. <laughs> right, like, yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> is but then it that, bad or am I stupid? <laughs> yeah. But then you had that moment where the one person's like, what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> so the movie I'm talking about is The Witch. Um, and we all left that parking lot and went home for a good couple of weeks. Uh, I well, mean, we, until we saw it the second time. I mean, we all fucking hated it. Loathed yeah. that yeah. movie. Consistently, it was like, fuck the witch. That movie <laughs> yeah. Like, I even went on Facebook and I wrote a status and I was like, um, I think, no. I think, well, you were off of Facebook, Jake. Yeah. yeah. But I know Christy and I were like, blasting the shit out of that movie. Well, and I had, I had one person in particular, like my cousin, and he was like, whoa, it was amazing. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Right. Like the first 10 minutes of that movie is so fucking disturbing in like a way that's not entertaining. It's just really fucked up. And I never want to see that. So anyways, I fucking hated this movie. I was never planning on watching it again. And I remember I was at a tattoo session um my tattoo guy hi tattoo guy you know who you are <laughs> and it's very common because this also happened with mother um this same fucking thing where i go and I get a tattoo and i'm like okay dude like everybody loves this fucking movie and i just can't i just can't and so i'm telling him all of it and he's like dude watch it again it's so fucking good like and he kind of like gave a little bit I don't know. Not like a spoiler. Like with mother, he straight up had to walk me through and like <laughs> tell me like verbatim. No, that's like the Bible story. <laughs> right. What and the I'm movie's like, actually about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, fuck. So anyways, I go and I watch it again by myself because Jake wouldn't do it. <laughs> He's like, because I'm like, hey, babe, can you get this movie? And he's like, fine. Like, whatever you want. <laughs> so I watch it by myself and I literally by the end of it, you know, the um, interested development where the mom's like, 
good for her. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly how I felt. I was like, yep. Okay. Now I fucking love this movie. It is so good. The acting is amazing. That girl, um, yeah. I don't know who she is. I can't uh, remember her name. It's like a three guys. name. Yeah. Yeah. She is. I get her confused with Elle Fanning because they look a yeah. little similar. She, yeah. Like oh, she's. She is amazing. She is very talented. The movie she, I mean, every movie she does is very good. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a good fucking movie about, <laughs> I mean, just from start to finish. I didn't understand it at all when I first saw it, but the second time around, um, I just can't. It's so, <laughs> so good. Well, part, it, I think part of not understanding, not getting it is also not understanding, understanding it, it because right. it, the, the writing is very old english right it takes yeah it up. does and i actually well, and watched they, like, it with subtitles and yeah the father has such a like thick guttural accent. thick yeah. voice and accent that so he's like yeah i, I think would he recommend, said bye. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right i definitely recommend watching it with subtitles like so you can read what they're saying at the yeah. same time i mean it doesn't make it it's still very old kind of like mm-hmm. english well, but it's good. Like you just uh, so have to... I remember. Yeah. yeah, I remember you guys watched it the second time, and I was adamant about loathing this movie for yeah, the rest yeah. of my existence. And yep. you two were the ones that were like, "I think I convinced both of you." Because I think you did. It. His coworker. Yeah, I had a coworker that was like, "I hated it too," and then I rewatched it, and that was for me what was like, "Okay, maybe I can give it." Because yeah, his chance. wife saying it, man. Like, <laughs> well, she's a girl, so like. <laughs> feminist and shit yeah you were super into that side but yeah you guys you guys told me a handful of times like rewatch it and watch it with the subtitles just trust us and i was like i don't fucking know (laughs) i hated this movie (laughs) so much i was comfortable with hating it but it was funny because i was i forget where i was but they had it for like five bucks and i was like okay (laughs) i'll do it for five whatever And I put the subtitles on and I remember rewatching it and halfway through the movie as I'm rewatching it. Now, I will also, without going too into it, at that point was some like real life outside stuff and mental, like just thought process on a lot of different things was also in the works of like, large, you know, increasing my perspective on a lot of stuff. And so rewatching about halfway through, I went, oh, no, I think I really like this. <laughs> and then the f- the final scene happened. And when the credits started rolling, like Christy just said, I just remember sitting there and being like, oh, my God, I fucking love this movie. Yeah. And now I watch it fairly regularly, always with the subtitles, because if I don't, I'm like, no, the subtitles, although it is very old English very important i mean those lines there's so much that's so important to yeah. what is happening yeah now i just rewatched it this week and was like i kind of want this on my list but i don't know if i can bump one of mine yeah, <laughs> but... yeah the, the writing and the that's what kind of got me the part of what got me the second time was once you pick up what they're saying you're like it it's so poetically put together it's really beautiful in a lot of ways that's a great way to put it it's like a giant poem yeah it kind of is like an old kind of yeah poem in some ways with that weird darkness (laughs) right what's crazy is like 
this last week, like I, I tend to do with a lot of movies that I'm rewatching for this or in general, because it's a little hobby. But I was reading some of the fun little tidbits of when they were making it. And all the dialogue is straight up from uh, journals and trials and stuff during that time period. Okay. And when I found that out, it was very much like, I love this even more because yeah. now I'm reading, like, this is what actual people were saying and believing. And there's a few other little, like, hidden things in it yeah. that I won't say, but there's legitimate historical little things kind of tossed into the background of some scenes that okay. make the movie no longer so literal. It brings it to a very, like, uh-oh, now I have to figure out how I feel of what is happening. Yeah. It's a cool, like... Yeah, it's set during a time where there's a lot of weird feelings about just yeah. the history side of life. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, it's really, really good. Um, So my number four is one that I don't meet too many people who have seen, which I have on every list. Yeah, that's the best part. <laughs> Um, but this one I owe 100% a shout out to Joe, the guy that the coworker and friend that I've got old coworker and friend. Um, I can't remember specifically when he told me I needed to watch this, but he definitely told me like this movie will mess you up. It's so good. And it's so weird. So my number four is called in the mouth of madness. Yeah. John Carpenter. Yes. I just downloaded it because I read a weird thing from John Carpenter saying that The Thing and this one and then another movie is part of his quote-unquote apocalypse yes. trilogy. Yes. And so I haven't seen it. I need to check it okay. out. Okay. So this movie is a giant... It's basically a giant love letter to H.P. Lovecraft and Stephen King. Okay. Like, just... I'm not going to say too much because it's so crazy. But this movie is, I really like mindfuck movies. Yeah. And this is right up there near the top. It's so good. Sam Neill is the lead in this. And it's, it's, go check it out. It's intense. It's fucking weird. It's okay. so weird. <laughs> but it's so well done that the, like, all the weirdness that's in it, which adds to the horror, is very, uh, engaging and it's just as sam neill's character is learning stuff and coming across stuff at the same time you are in the exact same mindset as he is of just like what the fuck <laughs> yeah this no <laughs> <laughs> but in the mouth of madness is my number four it's a great movie it was made in like 97 i want to say okay. maybe a year or two earlier but i owe it all to joe so thank you sir because it's definitely one of my favorites it's so good. It's so good. Check it out. And yeah, it is part of the... Uh, I forget what the third one is. Uh, for Carpenter's Apocalypse I could tell trilogy. You, I literally just downloaded it. Um, <laughs> as soon as Plex loads on my phone. <laughs> All I know about it is what I've seen in the... What the cover looks like. And the cover is kind of crazy. Yeah. With Sam Neill and like the tattoo. I don't know if it's tattoos or just like ink on his face. It's it's a pen, yeah it's like black crayon black crayon okay yeah Prince of Darkness is the third okay one. yeah from eighty seven and ninety five was in the mouth of nice yeah it's just it's so much fun 
and every it's one of those movies where every time it ends i'm just smiling it's so fun it's so good <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to check it out now that definitely check it out i was at first i thought i was like oh it's just a movie nobody's heard of that carpenter made that is now semi part of this the thing universe and so i wanted to check it out i uh in in like a very lovecraftian way so there's no direct correlation it's just it's if you watch it you'll kind of get it okay but um it's definitely especially for fans of the genre this is one that I recommend highly because of it, it's so deeply rooted into, like I said, yeah. the Lovecraftian stuff, which is old school horror. Yeah. So if you like that stuff and if you like Stephen King, watch In the Mouth of Madness because it's, it's so good. All right. All right. So my number four is one that may be a controversial pick, Uh-oh. but it's one of my personal favorites that I will defend for a very long time. So my number four is Saw. Oh, and how is that I, controversial? Well, it it got blown up into everybody remembers it as being just kind of that gore porn thing. Well, and the sequels became that one. I like the sequels too. I like okay. I like the whole series. I think that another big reason that that happened is because because that movie was so big and became so popular, and because it was so good, it kind of caused a bunch of spin-offs and that, oh, yeah. that became like the thing a bunch of copycats being put out and so it the market market got saturated yeah. and they didn't capture the magic that they like the original one had obviously but i i love this movie so much and the series so much because of because of the i i want to say villain but he's not really a villain there's not really any heroes in the in the in all any of the movies well everyone in the whole series minus danny glover's detective yeah are like corrupted yeah in some way yeah and it's <laughs> yeah it's kind of like it's kind of like seven in a way where it's it's a killer who is doing things in a very kind of a, i guess gimmicky style of, yeah he's chosen a chosen a theme yeah um but it's from his perspective, he has he hasn't killed anybody. They are all of the people that he chooses are people that he's testing to see if they really want to live or not. <laughs> yeah. And and it's up to them to stop the whatever their abusive or addictive or whatever lifestyle they were coming from and choose to grow. And so he's trying to help them in a really weird way. In a very morbid, fucked up yeah. way. In a in a very creative way. <laughs> and I I don't know. There's something about that story and about him as a character that I, I really like. I think it's really, yeah. really smart and well done. Um Yeah, the first one, so when we I went with a few friends and the first time I saw it, I did not care for it. Yeah. Um it's another one of those where like I went in, but I think that was also like marketing stuff. And then it wasn't exactly what the marketing was. Yeah. Um, but when I went back and started rewatching it again, the more, especially that first one. Yeah. Just the more that I watched it, it was like, there's something very unique and just very different about this movie. I mean, it's like three settings, maybe four yeah. in the whole thing. But primarily, it's in that like gross room. room. Yeah, and 
yeah, I just like the more I watched it, the more I really just got like sucked into it. Yeah. Uh, the sequels that came out, I mean, the the series itself, it, it's one of those where I can watch the first one mm-hmm. and maybe finish the series. Or sometimes I'm like, eh, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> but trying to binge watch the Saw series, especially if like <laughs> you're a little sensitive to a lot of the goriness and just that that whole like mm-hmm. slaughter fest by the time you're halfway through the third one you're pretty much like well i'm burned out yeah <laughs> like i think i've seen everyone die in tons of different ways and then you see like four five and seven and <laughs> yeah. yeah i wouldn't say it's easy to binge by any means <laughs> right but i will still say the first saw has one of the greatest like twists yeah in the genre it's just it that first saw is very good yeah I- the first time you see it, you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, in a way that you haven't done probably since The Sixth Sense or something. Right. Like, it's just, that. that's always the one thing that everyone, well, it's become much like The Sixth Sense where everyone knows the twist these days. So yeah. Even if they see it for the first time, they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. But seeing that twist for the very first time before the whole world knew what was going on, it was very much just what yeah <laughs> are you fucking kidding me yeah. <laughs> yeah and it it has what i remember from that first one is it having some very scary scenes in it. like the the whole kidnapping stuff or yeah. when the the when that one guy is going it is at his apartment and his lights don't taking come the on, photos and yeah he's yeah. using the flash on his camera to see in the dark that is the scariest <laughs> like most tense segment of the movie for me it's i will agree that that is a very i mean you definitely feel severe tension because you don't know if something's actually going to jump out or if you're just going to see something yeah and then in, it doesn't help that you, you hear like, that fucking puppet laugh. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that, that <laughs> laugh is iconic. I would say, I, as just like a, a fan of mystery movies and stuff, yeah. I like the the puzzles and everything that goes along with it. And so, just I, I like I like the series. It's I think my only issue with the series ended up becoming Hollywood really yeah. relied heavily on making sure there's always a crazy twist, but unfortunately, after that first one every twist and sequels you're like yeah i kind of saw that one coming i i think it's the third one uh, yeah that I, has one of my favorite twists i was think i was about to say the same thing i was like i felt that way and then i think it was the way that three meets four or is it four meets five i can't i think they end up all blending a little bit yeah but, but there, there's a twist in one of those that connects it to the other one and you're like oh wow i'm back in <laughs> right <laughs> you're like well done golf clap on that one yeah yeah, that first thought is so good, though. <laughs> I definitely enjoy that one. Right. So we should say Christy had to step out for a minute. Yeah. So I think we're going to continue. Is that the plan? She'll catch up when we uh, when she gets back. Yeah. So Dustin's turn. First okay. Three. Yeah, we'll give Christy like a, a whole... She'll fin- finish out the whole... Yeah, she'll have a block of movies. Yeah. All right. So my number three. Uh, this was another one of those movies where there was so much history and hype and iconic status to this movie that at at some point I was almost a little worried to actually watch it. Mm-hmm. Just in case I didn't 
fall into that. And it's an older one, so I was kind of worried at that time because I, I watched this when I was getting into horror genre as well, which if you've been listening, I dove heavily into this genre with as much as I could. So when I finally got around to watching this one, uh, this movie excited me so much from the get-go. So I'm just going to say, when it comes to movies about someone's mental stability completely shattering, uh, this is probably the one that takes the cake. I think I know what you're <laughs> um, The Shining, yeah. with Jack Nicholson, is my number three. This movie, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's long, and it's Stanley Kubrick, so he has scenes and shots that just last forever mm-hmm. and they're done that way on purpose so that you are uncomfortable and you feel like you're losing your damn mind as well <laughs> yeah um yeah the first time i watched this movie it, it was very much like a this is why i love movies yeah the story was incredible the the acting i mean <laughs> jack nicholson yeah turning crazed is it's almost too fitting it really is yeah i mean if you think about it watching that guy go nuts is almost like oh that's real yeah <laughs> yeah i love i've used there's like behind the scene clips of him like working himself right up and he's just like which is terrifying yeah legitimately scary to see him with the axe mm-hmm. a real fucking axe yeah jumping up and like yeah. thrashing his head around Heavy as crap axe. <laughs> but this i mean then i read the book and it was funny because i hated the book so much the first time i watched it but now i'm a huge fan of it after i've read it a couple times since then is it because you love the movie no i hated the book because it's such a deep look at sobriety and addiction okay as like the underlying tone of what is happening in the story and at that point i was personally struggling with like borderlining on alcoholism so it was very much like some of the emotions that jack torrance goes through in the book i was like oh shit i feel that so i hated the book because i was too scared to deal with it on my own yeah but Although the movie completely differs from the book, I find it's okay. And it's one of those movies where it's it's all right that it does that because the yeah. movie's just so well put together. Yeah, the movie is... I think it takes Kubrick to do that. It, yeah. To be like, that, that book is fine. This is my movie. <laughs> right. It's like that, but it's not that. Like, this is... It, it was almost like Kubrick was like, so here's my perspective on this story yeah and i'm gonna do things this way to take away from that so plus you had to fit in all of those moon landing hints that he put in, right so. if you want to follow that <laughs> you do goofy rabbit hole <laughs> <laughs> but yeah this movie just it's one of those where soon as the movie turns on and that iconic music score yeah kicks in i mean it's one of the very few movies where you hear the music and the music alone makes you realize like i'm doomed yeah like there is nothing but dread for the next two and a half hours yeah just that whole <laughs> helicopter shot of the right going through the canyons <laughs> yeah 
So The Shining is number three. It's a, it's so well done, and it's such a beautifully grotesque film. Yeah, without being horribly graphic or anything like. It's very. It's just. It's put together so well, and it has one of my favorite like scenes of dialogue between two characters in the movie and it all revolves around a glass of whiskey and it's just so good so that's my number three it's the shining i i I love that movie a lot as well i don't have terribly too much to add but yeah it is one of those movies that i had heard the hype of and had seen it and i was like um i don't i don't know if i care for this so much but it was more of that was more around the time when i was just watching movies and i wouldn't say i was as much a fan of film as i am now but if you if you watching it more now i appreciate it so much more for the shots that he puts in and the the blocking that he does and like the framing up of every image that he does and just the everything from the the elevator and the slow motion and everything is it's intense the fucking random like shots of the party goers and Mm -hmm. (laughs) all right number three for me is going back to an overlap and actually an overlap we had we all had which was scream all right so i put scream (laughs) at number three so i kind of mentioned a little bit earlier but my horror background is that i was mostly not into it kind of similar to you where i was as a kid kind of easy more easily scared of things yeah. i wasn't allowed to read goosebumps but i still got scared reading the hardy boys and oh, boxcar children i wasn't allowed to read goosebumps either i just <laughs> secretly read them <laughs> i didn't have access to secretly okay. read goosebumps. <laughs> and so because i was homeschooled i didn't have like a right public yeah you're library. the weird homeschool kid i yeah. got them from the library if, if i went to the library my mom went with me and so i didn't have that <laughs> option um but yeah so i was scared of all those things and then as i got older i was I guess I kind of missed the boat on a lot of things. So okay. I, I missed like the seventies, eighties, nineties horror movies, and so I, they were so I like I guess iconic to a point where I, I never went back and watched Nightmare, and never I never watched Halloween, I never watched all of these movies, and then, I so I never watched Scream, right? And I was just like, oh, that's just another one of those movies that are massive and that people love, but is kind of gimmicky and kind of, just whatever. And then, not until like nine ten years ago when i met christy and she's like no you have to see scream <laughs> and i was like fine i'll watch it and i watched it a, l- a little bit i think around the time that four was about to come out okay and so i watched it for the very first time and i was like oh my god <laughs> i love this movie like there's a reason that everyone loves this movie yeah <laughs> i couldn't i couldn't believe i couldn't believe that that movie was that good right and and it kind of it did a thing that I think I felt like it was talking directly to me at that point where it was like, we, un- we understand that these cliches, so like Cabin in the Woods, yeah. where we talked about taking cliches and making them rituals, Cabin in the Woods is a meta horror movie where Scream is a meta horror movie movie, <laughs> yeah. where it focuses on the horror movies while being in a horror movie at the same time. And to the point where it understood these cl- those cliches because Wes Craven was responsible for some like a good portion of those right. cliches, <laughs> and he took them. He's, he understood, and the movie itself understands so well the environment that it's in and the culture around it, and and it just has those conversations about like all the characters in the movie know what a horror movie is, and 
what that means and what they need to do and what the rules are. And well, you got yeah, you got Jamie Kennedy at one point watching Halloween, screaming at Jamie Lee Curtis's character to turn around, <laughs> and Ghostface just like standing behind him. I, it's one of my favorite gags <laughs> of that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like, like we were saying, all four of them are so good. And it's partly because they all, they all also do the same thing. They all know what they are. They know where and when they yeah. are. And so the second one knows it's a sequel and it has all this, uh, all, all those elements of what is a sequel now <laughs> yeah. and how do the rules change then? <laughs> and then the fourth one came out so much later than the first one that all of the culture that it was in changed and horror movies themselves changed and tried to subvert what horror was and try and re-subvert it and and so it 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 just was so smart yeah and that's why i like scream so much it's it's one of the smartest horror movies that i've ever seen For, yeah and it, it's it's essentially it's a spoof yeah but it's such an intelligent spoof <laughs> and yeah. it's yeah i love this and a serious spoof that's it's still right, a scary uh, yeah movie. like it, it still scared people it still yeah. made people freak out all right, number two. So, which list was it? I think maybe it's been all of my lists. My one and two are essentially like tied, mm -hmm. but my number one has like a little bit of sentimental value to it, so it it takes a cake. But number two, um, well, it it features my all time favorite horror killer villain mm -hmm. ever um michael myers in the original halloween is nothing short of terrifying mm -hmm. <laughs> i mean it's i'm not talking halloween two three you're not talking about halloween h2o four five <laughs> yeah <laughs> when his when the character of michael myers was a human yeah who was silently just, I mean, his only drive is to kill. It's one of the scariest ideas for a horror because so much horror is based around a supernatural element at some point. Mm -hmm. And that original Halloween had none of that. He is just a guy mm -hmm. who only survives to kill. It's so good. And it's, uh, I, I really like slow burners, especially for horror, because I love when... They can just build an atmosphere around you that makes you uncomfortable. And that first Halloween is a master at it. And I know that this movie still holds up and the, the image of Michael Myers still holds up as being one of the creepiest, scariest images ever. <clears throat> so my daughter, a few years ago, I had Michael Myers as a background on my phone. Yeah. And she was in the back of the car and I had my phone mounted to the dash and she just happened to see the background. And my child screamed out of pure fear. I mean, this kid was terrified to the point where I had to put my phone away and could not bring it out <laughs> for the rest of the day when she was around. I had to explain the whole thing to her. It was, it took me off guard. And I realized, like, I'm fairly desensitized to all of this. Yeah. But to, to hear a kid and seeing my own child like get that visibly affected by just the image of this guy mm -hmm. reminded me of like the kids in the movie they're so scared of the boogeyman yeah and their fear and it was like holy shit i mean michael myers is legitimately the boogeyman i mean he 
scariest character. He's so brutal and he's so silent. That's what makes him so effective is he's so quiet. I mean, you you hear him breathe through the mask and he might grunt a couple times, but he doesn't talk. Yeah. He he shows zero emotion and it's just, it's one of the most terrifying perfect horror aspects I've ever seen. So Halloween, I mean, that movie I can watch it whenever and I'm a happy guy. (laughs) Yeah. I, I really, really liked it a lot as somebody who, who didn't see it until relatively recently. Right. I, we rewatched, or I guess watched for the first time, the first and second Halloween movies before they released the new newest one, which I will say the newest one. Well done. Way to ignore like the middle section of the series. Yeah. And bring it back to what it needed to be. Yeah, it was like the first one, even the second one, which I think is the same as the first one. It just like starts right after it. Right. They're like, no, not even the second one. We don't even, <laughs> we're going straight from one to this one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> which it, which was totally fine. It worked really well. But yeah, those those first ones, even for for super young, um, what's her face? and Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. I mean, it was like her first real starring yeah. role. Yeah, for for a 70s horror movie it was i don't think they knew what they had when they made it right it just ended up being this massive and and now it's just you don't have the holiday halloween without michael myers they just they don't exist without the other they're synonymous at this point yeah (laughs) absolutely okay so my number two is was my favorite horror movie until very recently oh and so that's it got bumped to number two, but it's it's been my favorite horror movie for a very long time. Okay. And it was uh, when an overlap with one of Christie's early ones. It's The Strangers. Oh, okay. There you go. And this, The Strangers is... I'm not sure that most people would list this movie as this high or that anyone would list it at all. But for me, it's one of my favorite movies because it's so... There's... So one of my least favorite things about horror movies is jump scares. Yep. They're so cheap and jumping at a loud noise is not really they're just, scary. They're, they're used in everything. It's like yeah. the gimmick for that genre. Right. For the genre. And the, the Strangers is basically the opposite of that, where you have you have terrifying things happening on screen yep. that you, as a viewer, aren't made aware of. You're not... There's no audio cue that a guy just showed up in the background. You're just watching this girl in the foreground. And then all of a sudden you as viewer realize there's a guy in the background and you get terrified on your own. Right. And it's such the strangers is like the the scariest (laughs) movie that I, I had seen in a really long time, even from the point of just needing to having the drapes shut and needing to know what's outside and knowing if you open the drapes that you might be face to face with somebody. And then that whole like sequence of, as you have to go and do that, it's so scary. I will. So I already mentioned when Christy listed it, um, first time I didn't care for it, but like I said, you know, when I rewatched it, I'm sitting at home alone and the scene that still gets me to this date, not like, not scares me, but it's just that scene where it's a, a dangerous reminder mm-hmm. of how vulnerable we all are. Yeah. Is the kitchen scene. Yeah. They're just in the kitchen. And like you said, suddenly there's a person in the background who doesn't do it. I mean, they just walk in and then leave and you're like, show that they can. Basically. Yeah. And you're like, 
fuck that. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah. I was I we've had so many overlaps in this episode, especially between you two. I was, I was trying to figure out which overlap do we have left. And I have a fun fact to share. Normally Dustin's the fun fact. Oh guy, my god. But I have a fun fact about this movie. Yes. So, in the opening when they're kind of like driving through the neighborhood and you're just like seeing the images of houses out the car. Yeah. The different like houses they show, it's meant to be like, oh, we're just, this is a normal unassuming neighborhood. It can be a, on a street that you live, that kind yeah. of thing. But they show like three different houses and all three of those houses are from iconic horror movies. Oh, really? They, they essentially, they're not exact, but they elicit the houses from Halloween and Amityville Horror. And, okay. Um, Nightmare on Elms. So they have like the the nods. Yeah. That's awesome. There's a little nod at the very beginning. Of That's it. fantastic. Welcome back, Christy. Hi. So we decided mm-hmm. we're going to end this episode with a whole block of Christy picks. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> we skipped over you a little bit That's so we fair. can come back to no you. No worries. Yeah. Cool. All right. Should we recap to Christy what she missed? If you, if yeah, you if you want, if you okay. have comments for us. I just talked about The Strangers, so you already kind yep. of went through cool. that. And then um, the scream, scream was right before that, okay. um, which you already talked about yours for that. And then Saw, I think, was when you left. I talked about Saw. Nice. So what number are you on? Uh, I just finished number two. Yep. So we're getting ready for number one. Cool. My, uh, I went through, there's a movie called In the Mouth of Madness. Okay. Highly recommend. You will love that. It's a mind fuck of a movie. I had just, <laughs> coincidentally, just gotten it because it's connected to the thing a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then my number three was The Shining. And my number two was Halloween, the original Halloween. Cool. All right, number one. Okay, so I'm giving another shout out, not to Joe this time. Um, I'm giving a shout out to my cousin Jared for this one. And if he's listening, hi, Jared. (laughs) And thank you. Um, Okay, so I'm not even going to try to like set this one up. My f- number one pick is The Evil Dead with Ash. Not not the remake, reboot, whatever it was. I actually, I enjoyed the reboot, but the original Evil Dead is my all-time favorite horror movie. Mm-hmm. It is everything encompassing of horror. And this is why I love Cabin in the Woods so much, because it's the cabin. The whole thing gets set off in the basement with like the reading of the material. It's God damn it. Ash is the greatest horror hero ever. <laughs> and the Deadites are one of my favorite monster creations in this genre because they're so ridiculous and they're such a great like combination of possession and zombie-esque. Yeah. But I just I remember the story with this one was I had already kind of become a fan of horror at this point. And I was hanging out with my cousin and I was telling him some of the movies I was getting into. And he immediately was just like, you've seen the evil dead, right? And I said, no, never seen it. Don't know what you're talking about. He sat my ass down and was just like, you're watching this right now (laughs) and you'll thank me for it later. And immediately, I mean, the campiness of it, I fully embrace. It's so goddamn campy. Yeah. It's it's almost the king of campy horror. <laughs> yeah, I would say that's accurate. <laughs> but as the movie unfolded and just how everything like culminates and stuff, I 
it, it's one of those movies where you just you immediately fall in love with it and it's to this day it's my favorite horror movie constantly it's just it makes me the happiest every time i watch it i everyone that i hang out with i'm all like i i know i've told both of you like you gotta see evil death it's just, it's so good and it's so campy and my favorite like little anecdote about it yeah and i think what makes it stand out as my favorite is it's completely diy there was like no money for this movie. It was a couple friends in college who wanted to make a film and they, they just decided to do it and they had to figure out a way to pay for it, how to get the scheduling, which is funny because if you watch it, their haircuts and hairstyles and some of their clothes <laughs> change <laughs> during the course of the movie without them actually changing. Yeah. And it's because their scheduling was just, it's so good and the campiness of it makes it so great. But mm. e- the Evil Dead is... It's my number one. It's it's just so good. And then the sequels came out, and when you spoof your own movie, because Evil Dead 2 came out, and it spoofed the Evil Dead by being kind of the same movie, but with like a few things, and then they threw in Three Stooges-style humor. I just... <laughs> I'm so in love with this movie. It's so good, and it's so much fun and gross. Yeah. I mean, it, there are some gross scenes in this movie. Yeah. But it's... Evil I Dead always, is. Right. I always think of the the. I feel like she's in a well. The lady, like with this part of the tree, and the it's like witch or something. It's been a while since I've seen. It. Uh, no witch. Um, are you talking? So you mentioned the tree. It has, like, the most disturbing. I think that's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know how to explain it. But the tree <laughs> scene is. Yeah, the tree scene. If you've seen it, you know. <laughs> it's you know. But I mean, there, there's a couple scenes with like the deadites. Because the Deadite makeup changes depending on what they are doing to Ash. Like how they're taunting him. And there is a genuinely creepy scene in it. Uh, with one of the Deadites. Is sitting in the hallway. And her little giggle laugh. She's just sitting there. Legs are crossed. And she's just like giggling at him. Her giggle and the makeup on that shot is. It's so cool. <laughs> but yeah it's. It's so much fun. If you just like, if you want something gross and just all encompassing of the genre, that's fun. I mean, this is the one. You don't get better than Ash. <laughs> yeah, my, I had, I hadn't seen that movie for a long time. I had seen Army of Darkness first. Oh, weird. So, it's, so you saw like the finale. Yeah, like weirdly in, I think it was around high school or maybe okay. early college age. Yeah, our group of friends would we just, for some reason watched Army of Darkness like three or four times because it was so weird and silly and <laughs> so insane good. and campy and <laughs> yeah, and so we laughed at that movie a lot. And then I was like, oh, this this is part of like a thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, ended up watching the others. But yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. Yeah, it, it's of uh, the whole genre. This is a movie where every time I watch it, I'm like. I'm in a great mood afterwards. I'm just, <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> All right. So my number one, and then we'll get to Christie's list, which I'm very excited for. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing it. Um, is, is the movie that just re- very recently bumped down uh, the strangers from being my favorite right. horror movie. And so it's, it's from my favorite new filmmaker. Who's, who's only started putting out movies recently. 
and it's one you already mentioned. So my number one is Hereditary. Oh, okay. I actually put it at the very top because it it made me like feel cons- like concern and dread and fear and all of those things in a way I had never felt in a very 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 long time. Right. And and you could tell just from watching it that that this writer director who put it together was very very purposeful and kind of all those things I mentioned from all those other movies that it's it's very smart it has several layers it's not it's not jump scares all of the scares in it or the the fears and scariness of it is there's emotional weight to it yeah it's like you you're emotionally invested in in being afraid for him because because of the car scene happening (laughs) and needing to go home after and so everything about that movie and and the story it's telling but also the subtext of of the story and how it's about family it's essentially a family drama about about things that are hereditary like not just things like mental illness and yeah um different disorders or allergies but also the things that you impress upon your children like your fears and your concerns and your just the environment that you raise them in and how that your belief systems yeah (laughs) and how that affects them mentally and physically and as they grow up and it's that movie it's a brilliant film that movie is a heavy movie yeah that is one where like although it gets better every time i watch it it's so when it ends i mean i i remember when i saw it in the theater i immediately posted on social media about it was like well, that's the feel-good family drama of the year. <laughs> the All right, Christy. Okay. Do you remember where you were? On number four? Yeah. You want to put the mic in front of me? I sure do. <laughs> I really, really do. Hi, everyone. You can hear me better now. Sorry, I kind of bailed for a little bit. Um, okay, my number four um is a newer movie that came out this last year well not 2020 but 2019 i think um it's ready or not oh yes yes um also kind of similar to cabin in the woods it's just really funny it adds like a layer of funniness but the storyline is so unique Mm um and I don't know. Yeah, it just adds this like funny kind of um scenario that like you kind of like is this real? Is this mm-hmm. is this like Well, it's such a like <laughs> it takes a a childish mentality almost yeah. and just fucks it up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's very serious stakes on it. Totally. Uh, yeah, it's just really fun. Um it's gory as fuck. Um, <laughs> I remember I like I, my coworker was like, hey, what are you doing tonight? And I was like, oh, I'm going to see this movie. And she's like, oh, I've never heard of it. So we watched the trailer on YouTube and she was like, <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> like, it was so funny, fun like listening. Yeah, it was so funny listening to her, like her reaction. And the next day she was like, was it good? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it was really good. She's like, well, if I liked horror, I'd probably see it. Um, but I feel like that movie, even if you don't like horror. Yeah. I still would recommend Ready or Not because yeah. it's such a fun movie to watch. Yeah. I mean, it's really, yeah, the gory scenes in that movie are like, I mean, the nail 
Yeah. The nail is unreal. It is. <laughs> but it's more violent. It's it. more violent than scary. I yeah. I rewatched it. Yeah, it's not scary. It's just kind of like, oh shit. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, I rewatched it the other day. And the ending just always gets me. <laughs> in fact, like when we watched it in theaters, like Jake and I were dying laughing. Yeah. yeah. And nobody else was. Because yeah, there wasn't like a oh, lot was... of people, but like we just lost it. Um, yeah, I am one ones. of those like horror movie watchers in the theater that will start laughing as the like gorier stuff starts happening. Yeah. I will start chuckling because I'm usually like that's awesome <laughs> i'm the guy that the rest of the audience looks at and goes there's something wrong with that. Security? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that's such a great pick Christy. yeah okay so that's my number four um my number three um it's it follows okay, okay. i was curious if anybody would bring this movie up yeah um i don't know if i have anything to say about <laughs> it it's it's pretty scary i think um I don't know. It just really stuck with me after I watched it. I think it's a very interesting storyline and it's an interesting concept. And I don't think, I don't know. It's just one of those really disturbing Mm -hmm. stories and it just stayed with me and I thought it was really well done. That's what I remember about it is it being the idea or the concept being so original and interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I just think it was really good horror. Um, it's not something I've ever seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was just really interesting. That's kind of my metric for good movies is yeah. how long did it stay with me after yeah. I saw it. Yeah, I I really liked the ending. I thought it was very scary <laughs> and disturbing. Um, I don't know. I really liked it. I thought we really liked it when yeah. we saw it. Have you seen it? I have. So it's funny that you mention it. I did not enjoy it. Oh, shit. But it's one where I'm like, I think I need to rewatch it. And it's funny that you brought it up because I literally have it sitting at my house right now <laughs> for me to rewatch. All right. Because I was like, there was this, I would always see the cover of it yeah. and be like, I know I didn't like it, mm-hmm. but why is it sticking in my head? That mean, yeah. That's usually a pretty big cue to me of like, you need to rewatch this one because you missed something the first time you yeah. saw it. Yeah. yeah or maybe you just weren't like in the right mindset the first time you yeah. saw it, which is a fairly common thing. Or distracted. By it, yeah, or yeah. yeah. So it's funny that you brought it up because I it's sitting on my movies right now. Like, yep, I'm rewatching you. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, my number two is Hereditary. <laughs> and yep. So it really like it's the very top for. It's long. amazing. It really is. Uh, I don't know if I have anything more to say other than what you guys have. Um. It's just so good. It's great, great acting, um, a great storyline. To be real, till the very end, I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? Like, what's happening right now? And even when the credits roll, you still sit there for a second and go, yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> it's honestly very terrifying, too. Um, it's... I didn't stop thinking about that movie for a really long... Yeah, like, being in, you know... Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's disturbing it's but a, it's also like beautiful yeah and 
here's, here's a good way of making those movies. I read yeah. re fairly recently that director about Hereditary said that he wanted to make a movie about suffering mm -hmm. that took suffering seriously. Yeah. yeah. And you can see that in, in both of his movies, really. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, that's a perfect way to say it. I think... Um, I mean, I can't even talk about it right now because it's like so <laughs> um, I, I feel like we we praise that movie a lot in this yeah. episode and you just i've met a handful of people who did not enjoy it yeah and it's one of those when i, I get understand it almost i can understand it but at the same time when people tell me like we didn't like it i usually my first thought is like you're a jump scare fan aren't you yeah, <laughs> yeah. right and they typically are and i'm like okay mm -hmm. i have nothing against jump scares they can get old, especially if it's the only tool that a movie's relying on. And Hereditary has zero yeah. jump scare. It is legitimately just like... It's not really about scary. No, it's just unnerving. Yeah. And I will never, ever forget seeing that movie and then going home and being like, oh, it wasn't scary. It was just, that was really good. And I remember walking into my bedroom and turning the light off and just pausing because all of a sudden the, uh, the workroom, yeah. is that the room, like the yeah. office or whatever, like flashed in my head. And I remember standing by the light switch and just being like, Pretty sure you see something, but you're and not positive. You turn on the light see, and it's gone. The part that really got me. Uh, Should we throw a spoiler really... alert or? Maybe. Yeah, don't listen to the next like. No. Oh. Um, <laughs> actually, yeah, so it really gets me too. Two parts that really get to me both involve the mom, not the grandma, the mom. Yeah. First one. I don't know why, but like it really fucks with my head when I'm laying there at night. And you know when she's laying there, you see her fucking. Oh God, yeah. Like I remember seeing oh. her. She's up on the ceiling, like watching him in the corner, and she slowly like sinks down the wall, and then like when he's not looking, like just runs out the door. Yeah. And then so he comes downstairs and he's looking at the fireplace and she's fucking up on the wall. <laughs> that yeah. shit like really disturbs me. The way that me. that scene sets up, where it just the. It looks like it's panning and following the right. him in, and then and then it and lifts then, just so yeah. slow, slightly. It, it, yeah, but it like, barely even to, just peeks in through the corner yeah, of the frame. And you really have to really be paying attention. I remember like we were sitting in the theater, and I don't even know if Jake noticed it, but I literally you, like I could tell when you saw it because you're like, nope. <laughs> I literally grabbed onto both of the like armed arms, and I'm like holding on to him, and I'm like, nope, 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 nope. So. That it's movie, not saying it. <laughs> I just you just clicked something out. So, rewatching it for this, like I've seen it so many times now. You know everything that's coming up, mm -hmm. and now the the little workroom office thing. Every time that comes up, that's one of those things where I'm like, yes, here it is, because I love it. But now I found myself being not affected, but just like, oh, it's so uncomfortable is the the members yeah smiling at the it, at the funeral it well and, not just, all that, and just showing up so like yeah. you're uh on the ceiling scene when he looks down 
and one of the guys is just standing in the doorway smiling like that image yeah. most recently watching it was the one that like god damn it yeah this is it's so gross yeah. and so uncomfortable right yeah. <laughs> and then like kind of to go along with when she's up on the ceiling and he's sitting there and then he goes to run into the fucking attic yeah he closes the door and it's not even that it's not even the, this part it's when she's just up on the ceiling banging her yep. fucking head against the door, <laughs> just fucking terrifies yeah. me like just the entire like it's a two-hour movie yeah and the entire last 45 minutes of that movie yeah. is so drastically unnerving. It's such yeah. a slow burn until it's not. And it picks up and you're like, oh, fuck, I was not ready for this. Right. And by the time, like, when it really picks up, then it's like. Yeah, just terrifying. It's it, like, and then it ends and you just kind of sit. You're just left with that feeling of like. Yeah. What? Oh, oh yeah. Like, I, I just started rewatching it. I didn't watch the whole thing because <laughs> I didn't really have to. Right. But I know, yeah. I just I put it on and I didn't realize any of the other times I rewatched it that the opening shot is such is a kind of a what's the word when something is a the foreshadow. Yeah. It's such a huge foreshadow at the end where it's looking at the treehouse out the window and then there's the little fly on yep and then the fly it kind of barely focuses on the fly and then it starts painting to the right to the model and i was like oh wow <laughs> <laughs> like, this is so yeah foreshadowing of it's just, it's so crazy that movie I feel is like so it's okay good to get spoilers because i mean it's on all three of our lists and yeah. so when that happens we have to do that so and we'll just we'll put like a thing at the very beginning yeah we yeah. get spoiler happy on this one. It broke out in the end. It's just goddamn it. Yeah, so Hereditary is amazing. Just see it. Um, you That's won't not your number it. one. It's not my number one. What's your number one? My number I think we one know. Is Scream. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like it's the only one she hasn't mentioned. Yeah. yeah. So I love the Scream movies so much. I could watch them any type of mood, any day. Um, either pay attention to them or just in the background. Um, so Scream was actually the first horror movie I think I've ever seen. Um, I remember I saw it like with my mom when my dad was on a business trip, we were like, just like watching TV and this movie was on and she was doing something in the bedroom and I was in the bed. And so she let me watch like the first part of it and it scared the Jesus out of me. <laughs> like I was probably... The, the first part of it is yeah. arguably... The most horrifying part of it. <laughs> well, I was like, me, I wasn't even in high school yet. Like, which it was amazing that I was a, like, that I saw this because I was very sheltered and it was not a movie that would typically, they would let me watch. Yeah. Um, so I was really, really scared because I was maybe like 13, 14. Um, and I remember at one point my mom's like, we shouldn't be watching. <laughs> like, like, a little late for that. Yeah. And I'm but like, she's also not turning it off. <laughs> Um, so I slept in her bed that night um, <laughs> with her. Um, but like, I remember later on in high school, I rewatched it. Um, and I, I just love it. It's just, it's a great like series. Um, I feel like it's one of those movies that I don't know when you talk about like your favorites, it's just, it's not right up there for a lot of people. Some people make fun of it. Don't like it. I love it. I just think it's really well done. I think the writing is interesting. Um, and, like, I love the whole series. It's not just the first. Yep. I mean, 
Even the newest one that came out in like 2013? Scream 4? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe 12. Um, I was really worried. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, they best not do this. It was great. I just love Scream, y'all. And yeah, everybody it's... that knows me, like, knows that I love Scream. Yep. Yeah. Um, Anything yeah. Ghostface just makes you happy. I love Ghostface. <laughs> and, like, I just, it's just so good. I The, the first one... Where they're just, uh, you know, the, the two dudes are just fucking, like, trolling her, you know, yeah. like, throwing You cut too deep, man! Oh, my God, I love it. <laughs> they're just fucking stabbing each other. When he hits him with the phone, did you know that's a, a blooper yeah. that they left in? Really? He wasn't supposed to hit him that hard with the phone, so when he's like, You hit me with the fucking phone, man! <laughs> like, that's actually him kind of upset that he got hit with it. <laughs> you're kind of like i don't know it, it's interesting because i feel like it's like the like jason movies where you're like okay who's the fucking villain that's like nah like, who is yeah. it and so you're kind of like watching these movies and then you know it's revealed and you're like huh okay i just think it's great i just I well the it. the the reveal in that especially the first scream mm-hmm. is so much fun and it's so obvious. Yeah. Like, they never actually hide it from you. I mean, the way Wes Craven wrote, like, put that movie together is, you know from the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. They just do really smart things of, like, here's how we can make you think it's this dude, or here's yeah. how we can twist it to be this one. Sydney. <laughs> yeah. No, I, there's just, I just love it. They can do no wrong by me. Um. Yeah, you missed in the, you were out of the room when I talked about it on my list, but I talked about how I had never seen it, and mm-hmm. you you were like, you have to see yeah. Scream, and yeah. I obviously fell in love with it too. I, was, I couldn't believe I had missed it, Yeah, because the writing's just so I smart. think we watched all of the movies like in a row, yeah. and I could still do that. Like I'll just binge all of them in a row. Um, God, they're it just was, so good. So in preparation for this, like Scream, I rewatched Scream. And it was funny because I have this huge stack of movies that I know I need to get through. And I was like, I finished the first Scream and then I looked at all the other sequels and was like, do I ditch all of my other like quote unquote homework and watch the series or should I just... I didn't even have to. Like, that's the funny thing is some of these on my list, I'm like, nope, don't even... Like, I didn't have to rewatch Hereditary. Didn't have to rewatch The Witch. Like, I I mean, some of them I just was like... Rewatching some of them... Is almost not like necessarily preparation for me. It's yeah, more it's just of just fun. like I'm so excited to watch this, yeah. and now I get to talk about it totally. because I love the fuck out of this movie. Yeah. So yeah, like kind of celebratory. It it really is, yeah. and I'll touch on that real quick too with like just this genre. Um, it's kind of crazy loving it so much and knowing like for me personally, this genre I have a very deep connection to, mm. and and it really is just because like it help me get over my fear of fear kind of like of everything and as it's so fun to tell people how much i love this genre because people immediately start thinking of like the gore and all the possession or murder and all that and it it relaxes you yes and it's kind of funny knowing honestly like it's had a significant role in my life so my desensitization to it is like almost a celebration of it. I'm just yeah. like, ah. but oh my god, I this 
this was so much fun talking about horror. I could talk horror all day, almost every day. Well, do you have any honorable mentions? I have a bunch of honorable mentions that I actually have to kind of like intertwine because most of both of your lists were my honorable mentions. That happened last time. Including Ready or Not. God damn it. (laughs) Yeah, that was a good one to bring up. That was fun. All right. So I think my first honorable mention is going to be a, it was like 97. It's called Night Flyer. Okay. It's a vampire movie. And uh, it's just, it's, it's based on a Stephen King short story. And it's about a uh, like gossip magazine news reporter guy, kind of like the National Enquirer, but they have a different name for it, who goes on this trek to find the serial killer that's going around and it turns out it's a vampire. But the Night Flyers, it's so much fun and it has one of the greatest ending sequences of any horror movie and no one's ever seen this movie but try to find it it's fun it's bloody it's interesting um i'm also going to recommend or say the innkeepers which is another unknown i've seen that one okay yeah the innkeepers is the premise is it's this hotel on its last night there are two employees left and they use that last night to like try and catch some ghost activity Talk about like slow burner or subtle ghost stories. This is one of them. It's one of the best ghost movies ever, in my opinion. Um, And then I have to say, I rewatched this one. And this was one that like was on and off on my list. It's a Spanish film. It's The Orphanage. That movie, rewatching it was like, you want to talk art? The Orphanage is so good and it's so beautiful and so tragic but highly recommend that one i could go on and on oh man on so many honorables i just remembered one that should have been can i do like a number zero after you're done sure okay i just remembered one that i thought that i remembered that needed to be on my list and it wasn't so okay I'll, i'll do two more and then we'll call it um Another one is my go-to Halloween season movie. It literally takes place on Halloween night. <laughs> That's the one I'm thinking. It, it's Trick or Treat. Oh, it's mm. not. Um, it's like a anthology film. It's four different stories all in the same area on Halloween night. And it, it's, just, it's so much fun. It's very silly. It's bloody. It's violent. It's got everything you want in a horror movie. And it, it all revolves around like the uh, folklore of making sure your land, your jack-o'-lanterns are lit all night and why we dress up in costumes. It, it all revolves around that. So trick or treat. And then this is a newer one that has just stuck with me. It's the autopsy of Jane Doe. Oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> that movie oh, yeah. is so well done. Really? Yep. Oh the my hell? God. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's all I gotta tell you. <laughs> it did sound familiar, but... First time I watched that movie, I just like... Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. This is so well made and so well written. How is, like... How have people not just swarmed around this film? Totally. It's so good. Yeah, no, I agree. That's... <laughs> that's a, that... Ugh, yeah, it's... A, the bell is literally, like, yeah. to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can <laughs> okay. see... Yeah. I can see that. Oof, yeah. 
You want to do your honorable mentions or you want me to do my z- number you do zero? Your zero? Do your, your zero. Because okay. I, I can't have it be an honorable mention, y'all, because, okay. you know, along with Scream, this is also one of my favorite horror movies. Um, It's a graphic novel oh, as okay. well. Did you see it? What? I was going to actually ask you about this because I and saw I can't, you. And I feel almost <laughs> like I've I've betrayed it because I did not, it was, I didn't remember it. But it's so good and it's just my favorite. It's 30 Days of Night. Oh, man. Oh, okay. So I also That's a fun movie. really fucking love vampires. Um, I'm like a huge nerd. Not the sparkly kind, but we all have. But we, but I will preface that with we all have our thing. And so, if if sparkly vampires are your thing, I don't care. As long as you love vampires, that's great. Um, Thirty Days of Night is my kind of vampire, though. I it is so good. The graphic novel is so good. Um, and then when they the movie is yeah. okay. So what I love about it <laughs> is that like the way they shoot the movie is very reminiscent of the graphic novel. It's, you know, the, the, the shots from above where you see the vampires jumping from roof to roof and just like slaughtering this town. Um, that is how the graphic novel is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so good. Um, Plus the idea <sighs> is just the idea from a concept is yeah. so good that of course in Alaska. Well, yeah, where you have 30 it, days of night a, and they're just waiting yeah. to prey on this in the town. In the winter when there's no sun, they always yeah. come out. Yeah. It's such a like, when I saw that the first time, watching it, all that kept going through my head was, this is such an obvious idea. How has it taken this long yeah. Yeah. for someone to like market this yeah it's such a blatantly obvious idea yeah (laughs) but it's like one of those movies that is so brutal as well like it it really is a it's a violent it really and that i mean it's so good though um it is that's my style uh that's the kind of like gore that i love it's uh just so So i will say like i mentioned uh night flyer it is not your typical vampire in fact it it gives you like remnant like remnants of old Bella Lugosi mm. Dracula, but when you actually see what the vampire does, it's very different, and the style and design is way different. And that's also what I love of Thirty Days of Night yeah. is they flipped kind of the look and they made it their own thing. So it's not this like oh they just suck blood and. They're right. romantic. They like, are... There's no romance to it. No, they yeah. are like violent fucking. They're like. Cut, well, it's, like, just it's very predatory. It's it very is. like animalistic. Yeah, it's yeah. so, yeah, it's so interesting. And it's almost like it's very much a pact. Like they're a pact. Like yeah. they, um, like an initiation too, where they're like, I, it's just so good. Um, and so a funny story too. I remember a couple Comic Cons ago. We had gone to like our hotel over lunch to grab something and we were standing at a stoplight. I think it was just you and me, but Dustin might have been with us. But so we're standing at a stoplight and this girl, this woman just starts talking to us and we're like Mm -hmm. talking to her back, you know, because Comic-Con, everybody's so nice. And she's like, oh, you guys just like doing, you know, Comic-Con this year. And we were like, yeah. She's like, oh, cool. I'm just with my husband. He has a booth here. And we're like, oh, cool. Like, what is he? What's his booth? And she was like. Oh, well, he helped. He was the artist on a graphic novel. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, what graphic novel? And she's like, oh, you might not have heard of it. It's 30 Days of Night. And mm-hmm. I 
lost my <laughs> shit in, in Denver. Like, wow. I had to stop, and this girl, this lady was, like, stopped and, like, looked behind her, and I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> and she was like, no. And I was like, honest to God, that's my favorite. <laughs> and she seemed so surprised that this nice girl that, like, yeah. sounds like I do is into this graphic novel that is, like, so gory and so, hurt, like, Oh my God, I just about died. So like we got back and like, it was just one of those things, man. It was like perfect timing, like unreal. So cool. Um, so yeah, I would be really pissed at myself if I did not bring that up. So go watch 30 days of time and scream. Okay. Back to Jacob. Yeah, I had it in my honorable mentions to make sure to bring up because I knew you would want to talk about it. Yeah. And I didn't know if it would be number, like, where on your list it would fall. <laughs> and mean, then you didn't bring it up. I was like, oh, interesting. I even had this moment last night where I'm like, oh, shit, I need to write that on my paper. Yeah. And I just did not remember it. Today. <laughs> and then I don't know what made me remember it, but I, oh, I would be so Got it pissed. in. Got it in in time. I That's would be pissed. Okay. Um, the first movie I was going to mention is my honorable mentions is a movie that scared me for the longest time as a kid it might not be a scary movie but i haven't rewatched it because i was so scared as a kid oh, i want to watch it with you that's called fire in the sky and it's about alien abduction mm. and it scared yeah, it's the not a scary movie. out of me <laughs> yeah. I, I tried to watch it two times as a kid and i stopped it about the same place every time because i got so scared okay it's based on like an actual account uh-huh. It seemed yeah. very realistic. Yeah, like, it seemed like, very uh-huh. realistic to me. Uh-huh. I, know, yeah, yeah. I was very afraid of. Maybe we should do that as like a, a fun little thing. That'd be fun. Dustin and Christy force Jake to watch Fire in the Sky. Watch and then Christy can't get through it. Yeah, probably. probably. I'll be like, yeah, this is the part where I believe. <laughs> like, we need to turn it off. Yeah. Turn it off now. Yeah. So I figured a horror episode. I might as well talk about the scariest <laughs> movie I, I remember. Um, and then my other ones I really, really like. So I really want to put this one on my list, and I, it just didn't make it in the ten. But it's a it's a Netflix movie. It's called The Ritual. Oh my god! If you like, it if it has similar things to like the Blair Witch, where they're in the woods and you, but you you see more than you do with Blair Witch, and then it has similar things to like Midsummer, where it's there's some pagan aspects and there's also some it's some beautiful aspects where the imagery and stuff is very beautiful. Well, it's very. Uh, it takes like place in northern Sweden. Folklore, mythology, like yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. And yeah, the way that they do the imagery in that movie, I love it. They blend kind of the forest with this guy's memories or he's haunted by his past as much as he's haunted yeah. by the things in the forest. And it's it's a really, really good movie. I read the book oh. before I realized Netflix had made the movie. Yeah. And the book, like, it was one of those where I couldn't stop reading it and it has so much in it that was so disturbing yeah. and like intense and then when I saw Netflix had the movie, I was like, holy shit, this is... So watching the movie and seeing some of the stuff from the book, like, come to life, very much just like, oh my god, the ritual's so, so good. Yeah, <laughs> I, I really like it. Um, I was also going to mention, kind of in com- combination, Us and Get Out. Okay. I like, I love both of them, and they're, they're both very different movies. I would say Get Out's more of a horror movie, and Us is more... Us is kind of like The Strangers in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. but it's got kind of some deeper yeah. story to it. A lot of deep story to it. Both of them have... Both it. of them are incredible movies. I didn't like Get Out, actually. Really? really? Mm. At all? Mm. 
I thought it was good. I thought it was interesting, but then the end, I don't know. I just really, I didn't really like it. Okay. I It, it was... I don't know. I expected more. Okay. So that was kind of it. And there I kinda, was a lot of hype around them. There was a lot of hype, and then I it started out good, and then so it's it just one of those movies. Like yeah. when you start learning, I would say look up all the like hidden messages and yeah. all the stuff that's in it, and then rewatch it again because when you find out, I think the reason I didn't like it because I you know I've, I've listened to other people talk about it and all the meanings and like. Mm-hmm. What I didn't like about it, it's not necessarily that, but it was obvious to me. Yeah. To yeah. be real, it was a little too obvious and on the nose. And sure. I was disappointed at the end because I was like, man, I mean, that's great. Yeah. I think I just, I just didn't, it wasn't my thing. Yeah. And I totally wasn't. see that. If you're, yeah. if you're expecting something, but you're also expecting what you see is obvious to be. Yeah. You expect right. it to not end up being what you think is obvious. Yeah. And then it is. That's very disappointing. Well, and that's why I kept going. So I was like, wow, this is like this is really good. Yeah. And I kind of like see where it's going, but I ho- like, and it's not necessarily that I hoped it didn't go there, but I was really hoping that it would twist. Like, yeah. Just have that final, like, yeah. And it didn't. Yeah. Did something just, to put it over the top. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, but I, his I acting's amazing. The acting's great. I just wasn't my fave. See, yeah. for me, I actually like, I know technically it is a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everyone calls it that. I consider it more like in the drama thriller yeah. area. Yeah. And Us, to me, is straight up horror. Totally. That's yeah. what I was going to say. Us, <laughs> yeah. is, Us is great. I, us is, that's on my I, us list. Us is definitely, I, would, I like Us more. Really? But mm-hmm. I would say Get Out kind of, it introduced me to some more interesting, I, it was just kind of a different style yeah. of movie. Yeah. I, I definitely like Us a lot more. Yeah. Interesting. Sorry, I feel like I interrupted you. But no, no, no. I wanted to be feel like free the, to disagree. We barely ever disagree. We should like, disagree more. I actually more. didn't right. like that. Yeah, okay. that's a good one. Like, I'm I'm a huge fan of it. Yeah, but I do understand where like some aspects of it people wouldn't be yeah, yeah. a fan just, of. I don't know. It was, it was yeah. fine. But and then I was gonna throw out you had a Spanish language one. I really like Wreck, the origin the, the oh. original Spanish movie that uh, quarantine, quarantine is based on. Mm-hmm. Um, the Wreck movies are better than the quarantine movies <laughs> in my in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I like quarantine the first one, and I like the second one. That's a very, uh, it's a, that's a popular opinion that Wreck is way better. Yeah. Uh, I love quarantine, but Wreck is, it's the same thing. So like for me, I really loved The Ring and I loved The Grudge, but. (laughs) The Grudge is that movie that when you talked about in the beginning, you saw and it haunted you for weeks. The Grudge did that to me. I was like in high school. Well, that movie messed a lot of people. It really did. And I watch it now and I'm like, what the fuck is like, you're so scared about? But like, it was almost a joke because I remember my dad would like come in and he, I mean, I didn't sleep for weeks. Everyone that saw that movie had someone in their lives that would repeat the sound just to oh, yeah. fuck with so their friends would, and like, family. He would do like the, the, the cat sound. And yeah. I remember I was vacuuming one time and I straight up died. I like, I think my soul <laughs> left my body and he just died laughing. Yeah. Yeah, that was mine. But. but with those two, I mean, I saw both of the American versions. And then I went back because I was very curious to see, like, what the Japanese versions were. And I will say, the Japanese versions of Ringu and Juwan, genuine horror. Mm-hmm. That stuff is the Japanese are out there when it comes to horror yeah. it is intense yeah 
I love all four, but like you said, yeah. you like Quarantine, but Wreck is better. Yeah. I like Ring and Grudge, but Juwan and Ringu are very ones. superior because, well, I I think the reason why those are superior is because what we say a lot, the studio wasn't there to interfere. They got to make the film they wanted without worrying about, well, we have to take this out and we have to change this up so that we can get a lower rating so that we have a wider audience. Yeah. But yeah, I, I the Japanese are insane at really good horror movies. And that's, that's one of my favorite nods in Cabin in the Woods to bring it back to that is, is the, is the, the, is the whole Japanese yeah. side of things <laughs> and how, how they have their whole mythology around their sorts of yeah. horror icons. And yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Agreed. Okay, my honorable mentions. Yep. I only have three. Um, yeah, one of them is us. I, yeah, really, really good. I think it. I mean, you watch the trailer and you don't know what to expect, and I don't think you yeah. do until the very end, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so good. It's just a different kind of horror movie. It really. Well, and the is. trailer it's... doesn't even like. The trailer is so different than what the movie yeah. actually is because yeah. i remember sitting down and watching the movie and just being like what yeah, yeah this is way different than what i thought it was going to be yeah 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 no and i feel like it's another kind of like hyped up movie we didn't see it for a while mm-hmm. after it came out and everybody was like really like oh my god it's so good yeah um and i actually went into it and i didn't know how i felt for the good majority of the movie and then the end happened and I'm like, yeah, okay. Yep. It's great. Yeah, it's, great. Uh, it's yeah. It's just a different, it's on a different level. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's an honorable mention. Uh, and then my two other ones, um, the final girl. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you were going to bring this yeah. up. So for those following us on social media, yeah. I posted a picture. Oh, of did me. you? Yes. Oh shit. I didn't know that. It was, very subtle. It, yeah. So I was like, I was working on an outline on this outline, just yeah. doing final notes. And I was watching the final girls mm-hmm. and I posted, I knew I needed to pick like mm-hmm. a part in the movie that no one was going to get mm-hmm. except maybe you two. Well, and I'm interested to see how many people actually know about this movie. It's so much fun. It really is. We had so turned it on and I like, it's just my kind yeah, of thing. It's found so good. It randomly. I know. Did I don't. Love, yeah, I loved it. I love the final. Well, oh, it, man. It falls in the same lane as Cabin in the Woods and Scream. You know what's where funny? It's like. It's like I'm yeah. not. I'm not into comedy, but I'm really into like comedy that mixes with horror. Like yeah. I well, like because funnier. they work so it well does. together. Like Cabin in the Woods. Like they're my and my second honorable mention. Same thing. It's like. It's it, it when it pairs well, mm-hmm. it is the best. It yeah, really so. is. But the meta aspect of Final Girls is so much fun. Like rewatching it the other day, I was laughing my ass off the whole yeah. time. So I'm like, this movie just gets better. And better. It does. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, the picture you posted is of Thomas Milditch and like, the, and so I'm like, what movie is this from? <laughs> and so I like. IMDb Thomas Middleditch, and then it's like one of his first movies list. So I was like, oh yeah, that's yeah. the one. Jake sent me a message going, I know what movie you're watching. It's so funny. He asked me about it this morning, and I. I, was like, I Did you see what Dustin posted? <laughs> I know, and I just didn't have the middle space to like go look. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's probably one of my favorite. It's another one that I can turn on anytime, yeah. any place, because it's just such a good mixture. And like I said, that final 
the end is just <laughs> the ending's so it's it's so great it is yeah. like i love the song that plays like i was i was so obsessed with this song after i saw the movie um, it's just so good and it's really fun uh, so i re- recommend that and then my last one is also a newer one that we just saw last year i think and it's called Bloodfest. i have not seen Bloodfest, <laughs> okay. but i know i saw the trailer yeah and it's one that every time i see like the cover and all that there's always that little thing in my head that's like yeah you need that one it's yeah it's on the same level of you know the final girls cabin woods it's it's funny Mm -hmm. but it's fucking dark and it's (laughs) it's graphically violent in a way that i mean it's one again one of those scenarios that you're like oh shit that would suck like that would be so (laughs) shitty to have i don't know and there's Um, kind of scream elements to it where they're at at a horror festival so they're all celebrating horror anyway and yeah and then it just turns into like they're making their own horror movie and it's uh so good <laughs> the, from start to finish it's it's funny and it but it's also really fucking dark um, <laughs> oh man <laughs> sorry go ahead no, i just like had a huge yeah. moment where like another movie just pinged in my yeah. head like how the fuck did i forget about this one no i uh so i was watching Bloodfest, and i got through half of it today and i it had to be on my list so that's it that's all you should just update me when you see it and tell me what you think yeah oh i will yeah i'm going to say go on netflix and look up the movie uh homebound Mm. okay i think it's a australian film we don't have netflix (laughs) well find this movie it's not it's not a netflix original it's this movie it's a haunted house movie but it's different it's like a comedic haunted house movie without trying too hard to be a comedic horror it's very it's it's interesting it's an it's super entertaining cool We'll do it. Is that yeah. our horror episode? That was our horror episode. You Holy were, shit. You were right. Man, it's our longest while. yet. But. It, took a, <laughs> it took a long... It's my fault. I've been so in and out. Sorry, guys. No, it's all good. <laughs> You're good. It was good. We though. knew going into this one, this one was probably going to be yeah. yeah, long. The topic is long, and then we had the fun guest appearance of Christia's hey, with hey, us, hey. and so that was really fun. Hope I didn't it's, let any of you down. This is also a genre, I, especially Christy and I, could probably talk horror movies. Yep. All day, every day. It, yeah. Seriously. I mean, it's just. <laughs> I know. And I think about it and I'm like, the ones that I, I probably didn't think of. And I, you know, like serial killer ones. Yeah, you're going to regret it after you. I really am. You know, this ones. was a hard one, but like the ones that really stuck out to me, like, ended up on the list. But like I said, there's not a whole lot of horror movies that I don't like. Right. Yeah. Um, I'll even, you know, as far as like Halloween. You know, like legendary, iconic movies like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I love them. I, you know, they wouldn't be like they're not like on my list necessarily, but like mm-hmm. I will watch them. I think they're really fun to. I just there's just a fun genre. Yeah, it it's, is. It's fun and well, it's it's such a gross and dirty genre. Yeah. But I mean, that's where like some of the appeal is because right. and and like you guys mentioned at the beginning. The idea of like having that adrenaline rush, it's very, you can tell that it's popular for people yeah, because it's such a successful genre of stuff. Even if people go to make fun of it, I mean, 
usually those people have at least one or two scenes where they're like, oh God, oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Calm yourselves. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, it's so funny, like, that I didn't get into horror until later on in life because um, I'm such a freak, right? Like, in now. <laughs> um, I'm not joking about the three gallons of fake blood in my, you know, house yeah. or, I mean, I, I love FX makeup and... I, you know, movies that like people are just stabbing the fuck out of each other and have like these <laughs> gaping wounds. I don't know. It's just, I dig it. <laughs> it's like, you know, and I'm very like opinionated about, it's so funny because people are like, people bring up stuff and they're like, oh yeah, the Saw movies. And I'm like, nope, I don't, I mean, yeah, like I'll watch them, but like, they're not my favorite because I, and they're like, what? And they get really confused. And, you know, I'm very, like, I don't know how to describe that line of, like, I don't like... What's in, what's out. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how to describe, like, what the line is for me. But if you're do like, if you're making a movie graphically for... Just the sake of just being the, graphic? Yeah, just mm -hmm. the sake of, like, making it as, like, fucking gross as possible. What I like is it is real. Like, it looks real. Mm -hmm. um, like... When, okay, so I'm about to freak a lot of people out. But, like, when I do, like, horror photo shoots and I'm doing fake blood, like, I spend a lot of time putting the blood on in a realistic way where it naturally drips, yeah. you know, in, like, a way that it would. Like, I remember right. I was doing blood on Dustin one time for Comic-Con and I was shooting him with it. And I'm like, I kept having to redo it because I'm like, nope. <laughs> like, it yep. just wasn't falling right. and and But it just... Or like when I'm doing FX makeup and I'm doing a wound and it's like, I don't, I just find it really mm -hmm. aesthetically like what, yeah. <laughs> what anatomically the body would do. And I, yeah, it's just, I'm fucking weird, but <laughs> yeah. So it bothers me when movies are like, you can tell when it's, it's just done for sensationalization. Is yeah. that a word? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. It's, yeah. Whereas like good fucking violence where you're like just i just really respect that i yeah. do yeah. and it, it was funny like yeah we're just gonna keep going with this I don't care, yeah. <laughs> we'll, if we have to we can yeah. <laughs> but it was funny because this week like with you and the violence and like the wound stuff so i rewatched the sixth sense and i just started rewatching like some ghost movies and goddamn we owe so much from the horror fandom to M. Night Shyamalan with yes. The Sixth Sense yeah. because that movie like rejuvenated the entire genre and gave it a whole different spin because suddenly you could add like human element and the drama element to it. So I rewatched The Orphanage and The Others, mm. which yeah, I like guess that. The Others should be an honorable mention because that movie is... So good. It Unnaturally on, good. It really was on my list, but then I vaguely remember bringing it up in another episode, so I didn't. But yeah, it's really good. It's, it's so good. But like, it was funny because the ghost stuff was what used to really fuck me up as a kid. Yeah. And then now I'm like, shit, man. I love ghost stories. Yeah. They're just, they're so much fun and they're... It's on a different level, I think. It's so different. So yeah. like with you and the gore and stuff, which I'm I'm a big fan of super gory stuff if yeah. it's done in a whether it's realistic yes but if you're gonna have tons and tons of it i end up preferring like 
go the funny route with it. Right. Like, like make it campy. That's why unless I love it's like, like Evil Dead and Yeah, unless it's like just brutal on like a Yeah, like we talk about uh in Texas Chainsaw with the yeah. hooks. That is Like it's not even a super bloody scene with the hooks, no, yeah. but when you hear it pierce, uh-huh. I mean that's what gets Well, and his acting where he's struggling to breathe and yeah. he, and he just continues to struggle like mm-hmm. yeah i mean it's just that's the visceral part it's like you're oh yeah. it's so good yeah. and you're like i think I that's know. like kind of the with horror you don't have to be super like over the top graphic with stuff mm-hmm. to be super effective and i think that it really tells especially if you're going like possession or uh ghost stuff paranormal activity which we mm. talked about earlier i mean one of the scariest scenes in the whole movie is a door moving two inches yeah right but you're immediately like oh i'm on edge i'm really uncomfortable right. with yeah. that yeah. don't like that at all like <laughs> it's yeah i love it when a horror film can be subtle with stuff well it's also because it's it's universally true that door moving two inches hits everybody watching it because everybody has felt like they've seen something move right that small amount and so they know yeah if you know that you've been watching it and you know for a fact there's no reason it should move and then you see it move like well i'm done with this nonsense (laughs) well and i think that's why horror is so interesting because it's for me like it's it's a different type of genre because you can't fake it like you can't you don't have to have a lot of money to like do it. Obviously, paranormal activity is proof of that. You yeah. don't Blair have Witch to. Is proof of it. You just have I mean, to yeah, connect you, with people on a very emotional. Yeah, level. you have to figure out, and I think it just taps in. Like that's why I talk about acting. Yeah, you have to tap in. Like for me, and I don't know, like being funny. That's one thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Being, but like horror to make people believe that you're fucking terrified mm-hmm. or you're struggling to breathe. Cause someone just like puts you <laughs> up on hooks, you know, like yeah. it's a type of performance and in general, like vibe that is not easy to do well. Yeah. It's just yeah. not. And I, that's why I respect it so much. And I just fucking love it. Mm-hmm. And well, just, you can tell like it is a physically mentally draining exhausting kind of genre to yeah like, almost have to like trauma in. because it, most it of these really people is. walk out and they're like nope like the kid from the sixth sense basically scarred him for life like, <laughs> he was scared to death and you know you like think about it and like people you know they'll say you know i mean it's just yeah. that it's such a crazy ass thing that you're doing that you're like nope yep. never doing that again yeah i just it's so fun for me to like, I'll think of one scene from one horror movie and I have to watch the whole thing. And it's like knowing that one scene is a random part in the whole scheme of things. I get so excited to watch it and the acting and all, just the, man, it's so good. I fucking love this shot or something. Like, I, for real. <laughs> I know I was like thinking of Cabin in the Woods just now and he's like, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, don't read the fucking Latin. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, like, uh, <laughs> when the stoner is like, yeah. <laughs> the voice of reason. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Someone's fucking talking in here. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to go for a walk. Thank you, yeah. zombie hand. It's so good. Yeah. I just, 
God damn it. I'm so interested. Like, I mean, obviously, like, Dustin and I are, like, huge nerds about this. Yeah. Like, how does it hit you? Like, you know, as far as. Um, kind of in the way that I've, I've kind of talked about it. I connect. Kind of like Dustin, I don't really get scared by movies that I'm watching. But I do. Unless it's fire in the sky. Unless it's fire in the sky. <laughs> don't at me with fire in the sky. It's okay. Mars attack really scared me and it kind of still does. <laughs> what? Yeah. We're touching on that later. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, it's more about, I mean, I, I, re- I appreciate it and I still feel it. Like I still feel a little bit of, of fear in me after seeing The Strangers or seeing Paranormal Activity. I, I understand that and I, it, it connects that way. But for me, I, I really like the ideas and the just kind of cerebrally thinking about people doing those things mm. and how possible that is or that's scary or or just really good ideas and good stories put together the same i like horror movies the same reason i like drama movies or i like comedy movies is it's if it's really well put together or it has a really interesting idea or it it just goes somewhere new that i wouldn't have had expected right. um i like those kinds of things mm. and i think that kind of if you go back to the movies on that list, that's probably a good way to describe it. Yeah. You know, it was funny looking at my list. I was like, God, I have a lot of like people losing it mentally on my list. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, that's interesting. All right. <laughs> <laughs> mental note on that. <laughs> now, it's, it's such a great genre. And it's, I will fully admit there must be something wrong with me. Cause I, I've been known to use like the exorcist. If I can't sleep, I'll pop that in like, ah, and it'll just, I'll conk out halfway through, you know, she's crab walking down the stairs and I'm like, ah, I can totally do that by the way. (laughs) (laughs) But it's, it's like, it's like I mentioned earlier. I mean, this genre for being raised and like, just in a mental mentality of like, everything is frightening yeah and then using the genre which is very you don't get to subtly walk through this i mean it's going to it might slowly let you like tiptoe your way into something but eventually you know it's going to climax and the climax is probably going to really fuck you up yeah and it's just i i have such a deep respect and love for the genre yeah Mm -hmm. same and i in a way that i can't even really fully describe it like you know, I'll be like, yeah, I love violence. I love blood, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but it's, yeah, I mean, I feel that way too. I, and if you know me as a person, I, I think it surprises most people when they first yeah. meet me because I'm very much like light and love and namaste, you know, like very, <laughs> very bubbly, um, mm-hmm. generally very happy. But I'm also like, I have this other side that's like super dark mm-hmm. Um and I think I just love horror for the aspect that it, it brings up the darkness in people mm-hmm. and the darkness in the world. Like mm-hmm. you talk about the strangers and yeah, it's a movie, but that's, there are people like that, that mm-hmm. happens. That and has happened to people. I mean, true yeah. crime, true crime in general, I'm very passionate about I, you know, podcasts and stories. And I mean, I could go on and on all day, but like, this is, I mean, it's just, some, and you know, you get into also demo, the demonic stuff and, mm-hmm. and ghosts and spirits. And, you know, for a while, I think growing up, especially like that, that shit really scared me. Mm-hmm. Um, now it mostly annoys me. 
if it's done in a dumb way. Um, I think, I don't know. I, it, it's like the witch, for example. Yeah. It's history and it's like a very real, um, thing. And like her story, mm-hmm. um, ties in so much to, I don't know. And it's just, I love stories like that because it's real. It's a very like, you know, whether, I don't know. Was, I think that was when you had to step out for a minute, but I was telling Jake, like, just looking up the fun tidbits like I normally do with the witch Mm -hmm. and all the dialogue, hundred percent of the dialogue is written from like cases and journals. Right. And like this, the movie is based on people's supposed actual encounters or whatever. Right. And it's very, it's a, yeah. I, I, and I think what I love about the witch is that she was made into it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that is very poignant. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think as like a, never mind. But like, <laughs> I think it's just a very powerful message of uh, like, I don't want to say feminism or anything like that, but it's, yeah, it's very rich in history and how people are treated. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the whole thing, it's just so good. But like drawing it back to the darkness in humanity, I think, um, I don't even know where I'm going right now, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do, That's but okay. I don't, but like, it's... Well, I mean, so the darkness of humanity, I touched on it with, like my pick of the shining I yeah. mean, the whole movie is a complete mental breakdown that is all on the foundation of fighting alcoholism and addiction yeah that movie and that story is such a, and that's like the great thing about stephen king's writing is it's all based on broken humans yeah he'll throw supernatural shit just as like added layers but the essential part of it mm-hmm is very like human so you talk it yeah the scariest part of it to me isn't pennywise it's the adults yeah you know you've got a character whose dad is sexually abusive to her Mm -hmm. you know you're still my little girl bevy like it's fucking creepy yeah and it's wrong and then you have like the possessive mom who has lied to her child that he's allergic and sick and everything is wrong just so that she has more control on him. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's the darker side of human is like what we're actually capable of doing. Yeah. And that's why Michael Myers is my favorite horror character because besides the sequels, he's a man. Right. He just doesn't talk. Right. And his only survival is built around killing. And I mean, what makes him so scary and that idea so scary is everyone watching it, like strangers, you have that thought of there's someone right now that does that. Totally. That is that way. I read a statistic that like in your lifetime. Oh, yeah. It's like you walk by 30 something serial killer killers. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 like, what is it? It was like. one out of ten every ten people you meet has murdered someone. Yeah. It's some crazy stat. Yeah. I I actually always I think about this. My numbers up. <laughs> I always think about this because I'm like, I wonder if this person just drove by in the car, has someone in the basement. You know, like right. 
crazy shit it, like it's that. It's like you just don't. I mean, you don't know, and that's these kinds of movies, especially like the ones with twists or whatever. They are focused around that idea of you don't know. Yeah, yeah. and and you know the movies where like it is your next door neighbor. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a comedy horror, but if you look at Fright Night, yeah. it's about a vampire that lives next door. Yeah. And <laughs> well, I was going to say, even going back to like Scooby Doo, right? That's basically the premise: is like who who's doing all this? Who's the ghost? Who's the bad guy? Oh, it's the pharmacist. It's the guy, <laughs> right? That, it's the guy that we met. It's already. Man Withers. Yeah, right. it's the guy we met already. Yeah, and that's why I think, um, yeah, again, it's just like there's so much respect for being able to do that correctly in a way that's entertaining, but also, I mean, for horror movie fans like us, like. I do think we get a little something out of it. I don't well, know. And yeah. I mean, for big fans like us, you always know what kind you're walking into, or at least for the most part, you know, if you're going into comedic horror and campy horror, or if you're going into like, no, this is straight up, this will be a very serious mm-hmm. horror film. You can typically tell what you are walking into. Yeah. And yeah, with Mother, yeah, no I had, one knew what they were watching. So, two, yeah, two movies that I thought of about on for my list. One was Amityville, Amityville Horror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I watched um, the newer one with Ryan Reynolds. I rewatched it also Yeah. because it's kind of fun to watch. It is. He is jacked in that movie. <laughs> but he's <laughs> also really good. He is like, really good. I, when I watched it last night, I didn't actually get through all of it, but I to see the change, to talk about, um, like... Well, his, his whole character, like, breakdown. Yeah. yeah, like, you see him being mentally and physically just yeah. broken. And yeah. it's so crazy to watch, like, sweet Ryan Reynolds that we all know and love change into a violent motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I, I just, don't like mean Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, I don't yeah. like him at all. See, and he did that, like, I mean, he was writing on all the, the straight comedy ride, you know, Van Wilder type stuff. And then you see him in this... And I remember, uh, actually, it's one of our listeners. Uh, him and I saw it together, and the scene where he grabs his stepson's face mm-hmm. and he's like looking him dead on. Yeah. I remember my buddy was just like, "That scene fucked me up. Like yeah. that is just not cool." <laughs> I know. Maybe the kids were just so good in that movie. Yeah. That yeah, that's something too. Like when they're on the stairs, and he's like, "Go to bed," and they're like, "We're not going to that room." And he's like, "Run." Yeah. I was like, and the kids like face. I was like, oh fuck, <laughs> yeah, it kind of fucked me up too. Um, what was the? Oh yeah, and then we talked about Maniac, like the yeah. oh my the god remake. I... Yeah, that movie's so gross. It really is, <laughs> but it goes back to. I mean, it's a different kind of something, you know. It's... I, that's one like. It's so gross. I barely made it through that movie because I felt just so. I'm surprised I did. To dirty. Be real. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually really, shocked you made it through. I as am well. too. We so we also started watching Jeffrey Dahmer. It, no, is that what it's called? No, Ted. Ted. The Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Yeah. Movie. We've tried to watch like two different Ted Bundy movies, and they're we never finished because I can't like this. I remember. Okay, well, Bundy so, but is I, a whole nother level. Of- I love. I said something really funny, and I'm going to tell y'all because okay. it was funny. So like, it's in the movie where he's in the club. Yeah. Do you remember? And I he do. and like. He's going to meet ladies. And I was like, have you met Ted? <laughs> Funny. Have you met, met Ted? Ted? Yeah. 
he died laughing. But yeah. we only made it through maybe 20 minutes of that movie because it because I know we've talked about this. I'm genuinely not. I don't do rape like in any movies, yeah. really. Yeah. Yeah, for they have. I mean, it has to be done extremely. Which it never. Sensitively. It never is. Right. Just don't do it. Okay. Like don't show it. Like you can, you can, you can, um, allude to it or make it known without showing it. Yeah. Um, I understand that that's part of the story, but I feel like it was sensationalized, um, for entertainment and I'm sorry, rape is never entertaining. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, Ted, the Ted Bundy, but maniac, I'm surprised I did. But again, the performance in that movie. Well, everyone knows it's Elijah Wood. Yeah. Like but, it's sweet little Elijah yeah. Wood. Yeah. And then you is see Maniac and you're like, oh, nope. this is. Nope. Yeah. He's no I, longer Frodo. I barely made it through that movie to the point where I had paused it a couple times just because I was like, this is so gross. gross. Yep. It's so disgusting. I just, I'm not, I'm not in it. Yeah. But I was like, I might as well finish it because I'm yeah. stupid like that, I guess. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man, end up Maniac online. is so disgusting. Uh, I know I can't recommend it to anybody, but it's like, I don't know. I mean, but it's out there. It's out there, and he did. He did it. He did the thing. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm officially disgusted, Dustin. <laughs> so I think that's a good place to end it. All right. All right. On Dustin getting grossed out. Yeah. Gory porn. That's as good a place as any to. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I'm glad we got to talk more about gory porn. God damn it! Never living that shit down. No, you're not. I'm literally, I have to cross stitch it on something yeah. and put it somewhere because it's never not going <laughs> to No, be you actually true. don't I have do. to do that. Be the do. new motto of the podcast. Oh my God. Yep. <laughs> Gory porn. Son of a bitch. All right. Well, All right. thank you everybody for staying through the whole episode. Right. This is a big one. It was a big yeah. one, but it, it had to be a big one. It was yeah. a really, really fun one to do. And, uh. Um, yeah, I hope you liked it as much as we like talking about it. You guys, we're sitting in total darkness right now. Yeah, <laughs> I know. That's how long like, we've been talking. The, it, the light, the sun has gone down when nobody's gotten up to turn on the light. Yet. It's fitting that we've got almost like a, a campfire men, like setting, Computer, yeah. but with a laptop light. That's the only light we've got really in yeah. the room at the moment. <laughs> Hopefully it doesn't get spooky in here. With all the, the darkness. I think we can handle it. Yeah, we're pretty yeah. tough. As you may have heard. Unless it's fire in the sky. Unless it's fire. Oh my God. If we get abducted, don't leave me. You know what's funny, though? To, to uh, touch on this a little bit. Today yeah. I asked Jake if he believed in aliens. Because. Well, I mean, at this point, is it really like an argument on believing? They proved it. Thank you. They've come out and been like. But hold yep. up. So this is the funny part. Like a couple years ago, I asked him and he's like, probably not. And I'm always like, probably so. And so today he's like, oh yeah, totally. <laughs> so I think maybe fire in the sky might be a little too much for you still. Yep. Now, if you want aliens, uh, have you watched Dark Skies? Oh, I've no. heard of it. Okay. Watch Dark Skies, Jake. Okay, that's scary too. <laughs> that's like my favorite besides Alien. Yeah. But a movie about alien abduction stuff, Dark Skies is so much fun. Okay, I'll All try right. that one. All right, y'all. I gotta <laughs> go finish my laundry, so. All right, yeah. We'll I... see you next week. I might probably not be here, but these well, goals will. We should probably, uh, should we say, like, next week things get kind of changed up a little bit. We can, we can hint at it if you yeah, want to. Yeah, we'll hint at it. 
we've been as we've been going through genres and so we've decided to start branching out as we've done a lot of the main genres and so we might have a different sort of topic next week. yeah things oh, might a evolve deep dive. a little bit oh my gosh yeah. you guys are so silly just okay you get the message people right <laughs> you'll want to listen okay it's gonna be it'll good. be fun all right i look forward all to right. listening all right. Right. thank you everyone yeah. subscribe share Follow us on Instagram and yeah. Facebook. Leave us a review if you haven't yet. That would be really awesome. Leave us uh, messages and all yeah, that. Yeah, and you can, if you have questions, which I'm sure you do after this super long podcast, <laughs> send us in, send us questions, send us thoughts. Yep, you yep. can send us a voice message by clicking on the link in the description of any of our episodes or at moviebonus.com, and we will play your message on the show if you yeah. make it good. So. Awesome. But more than anything, you guys, have a great week. That's have right. Great Enjoy week. your week. Yep. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.